0: Of common sense and comedy, this is the Morning
1: Blaze with Doc Thompson. I just kept thinking one thing. I have one question this morning. This is this is the question. I went all day to to think about this. I mean, if you have answers, by all means, tweet at us at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz with the hashtag What I Learned Today. But I, I need a question answered, and I think this is, I think this is a really good question. Are you ready? This is I'm it. ready. I want you to think about everything that happened this it? weekend, all everything in the news. The question is, why aren't the Miss America contestants wearing burkas? Why aren't they? Right. Why, why are there pictures of them at all? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you removed the swimsuit competition because, well... I don't know, women, objectification, feminism. I...
2: But isn't that what they're doing anyways?
1: Yes, exactly. I can still see can them. still see them. They're still in gowns. That's what I'm saying. So you're so, still
2: modeling.
1: Right. So it's still visual. People are still ogling with just different wear. Why the hell aren't they in burkas? What does it matter?
2: True. Is it a two-eye burka or the one-eye burka?
1: <clears throat> oh, I, I don't even know if you let them see it all. Oh, it's just just. I just cover them up. Cover them up completely. Just a sheet, right up. Well, whoa, careful with the sheet. Not a white sheet. I'm no. just. I don't know. Maybe just. We just hear their name. Mm. Hold, it, hold it, hold it, hold it. We can't even often offer their name up. <clears throat> because if I offer a name and it's ethnic, that may influence your vote. <laughs> right? If it sounds too. Not that you are, but it could influence it. <laughs> We don't want people to assume. We'll say contestant one.
2: Okay. I don't you can't even it. say Miss Ohio. Well, you got to be careful with numbers. Without or that, Miss Florida. Found out last week, numbers are racist. And there's 50 Son contestants. Son of a mother
1: pus bucket. You're so right. Who's you have, first? Who's 50? Oh, I'm 50. Is that influence the Okay. We can't use the state. Because the state will influence this stuff. Oh, 100%. You know, if Miss Alabama. Oh, oh racist. If you're racist, whatever. So you can't do that. So you can't use the state they're from, and you shouldn't use Miss. No, how, do, how dare how you? How dare you still use Miss America in today's world? Mm. So, Chris, I think you go, you can't use A through Z.
2: No, that's for the LGBTQ.
1: I I'm just say, why even show them? You just list them, and you say, here are their qualifications. Okay, but this uh, contest, I don't know how we distinguish. That's but we what i say, saying, yeah. We say this contestant uh, graduated from the University of... You can't do that either. Uh, this contestant graduated from a university. Does it have to be a graduate? What if the other one didn't graduate? This contestant associated with the university?
3: Uh,
1: This This. contestant. This. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Contestant. 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 But are they contestant? I don't know. None of this makes any sense. How do you remove (laughs) the swimsuit? Because, hey, we don't want this to objectify women. Let's bring them out in a gown.
2: (laughs) Do they still the little, like, evening uh, wear? Oh,
1: yeah. They're still in that. So they're
2: still in that as well. Yes, yes.
1: Mm. Uh, we do have a, a new Miss America. Who is it? Her name is Nia Imani Franklin, and she was Miss New York. Lovely girl, person. So she wasn't high. Woman. Oh, she is. Oh, she's hot? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. okay. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, I don't think that's oh, what you don't it's know. about, um, Chris. Uh, oh. and I don't know if I could say girl or woman. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. You can say person? I found her physically appealing. Hmm. I'm hmm. sure many did. Uh, we have a little clip of her speechifying, though, afterwards about the whole bikini thing. Here we go. Ready?
4: Um, and, you know, the, the changes
5: I think will be... Great for our organization. I've already seen so many young women reaching out to me personally as this New York asking how they can get involved. Yes. Because I think they feel more empowered now more than ever that they don't have to do things such as walk in a swimsuit for a scholarship. And I'm happy that I didn't have to to win this title tonight because I'm more than just that. And all the women on stage are more than just that too.
1: Chris, the women on stage are more than just a bikini. They're also a lovely gown that you could ogle. No,
2: here's the thing. If, mm-hmm. if if you participate mm-hmm. in the Miss America, whatever, right. you're just about the uh, swimsuit. You're just about the questions that they make you answer. You're just about the gown because that's all we know. These
1: young women feel empowered because they don't have to do that. They feel empowered so, because of that.
2: Does that mean that you're not going to wear a swimsuit at all?
1: Here's the thing. She said she didn't have to win a, uh, wear a swimsuit to, to become Miss America. She did. Oh, she did? The only way you get to compete as Miss America is if you win one of the state pageants. And do the state pageants make yes, it? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> At least New York does. <laughs> and you don't prepared. think that these contestants <laughs> in the great. pageant circus circuit oh, that's rega- great. and circus, that's great. regardless of winning their local pageants <laughs> that <laughs> propel them to the state level competition that propel yes. them to Miss America, because yes. it's a whole farm system here. You don't think that on their personal Instagram, Facebook, Twitter account, they're not posting themselves at the beach? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Holy snot rockets. This is who they are. These are people who say quite often, let me take a bunch of pictures of myself and put it on Instagram. This is what a lot of people do. You can't find that stuff. Of course you can. And... I didn't look at every state, but a lot of the states, including Miss New York, required her to take part in a swimsuit competition. Now, mm. I went to the MissAmerica.org page. Okay. Because I have that kind of time, apparently. And it says, where to start? There are some rules.
2: Okay, these are the mm-hmm. rules if you want to become the next Miss America. To become America.
1: a contestant in okay. Miss America, you must. Bullet point one. Be between the ages of 17 and 25. Wait a moment. Chris? That's a beautiful age. No. Oh, sorry. Kind of took that the wrong way oh, there. Okay. Sorry. Isn't that age discrimination? <laughs> oh, that is age discrimination. Whatever you're yes. 25.1 day, then you can't compete. In- how she, dare you? You
2: should be upset about
1: that. And yes. shouldn't somebody 90 still be able to be Miss America? Uh, what if they identify as somebody who's 18 to 25? Sorry, 17 to 25. Mm-hmm. And what if you're 16? Maybe you identify. What is with age discrimination here? Ageism. Number, bullet point number two to become a contestant, you must be a United States no. citizen. Oh, no. No. Excuse me, Miss Nia, whatever, Miss America now from New York, wait a moment. Uh, You're happy that someone didn't have to be a United States, or excuse me, didn't have to wear a bikini because it empowers women? What about all those illegals out there? What about them? A young girl who this is her country, even though she's illegal? Yeah, All she knows is America, wants a better way of life as Miss America, and you must be a U.S. citizen? Hmm. You also must... uh, uh, Meet residency requirements in uh, competing in a certain state or city. In other words, you have to be from that state or area. You must meet criteria set forth by the Miss America organization. That could be anything Mm -hmm. Uh, because this is just the bullet points. These aren't the official rules. Um, You must be in reasonably good health to meet the job requirements.
3: Mm.
1: Reasonably good health, Chris now i assume they mean by that it's a rigorous schedule of you cutting ribbons at supermarkets and being on good morning america (laughs) and you must be able to do that i guess yes but reasonable good health what if somebody is sickly and wants to be miss america and if we ever had a handicapped miss america sorry handicapable yeah right what about that have we ever had a morbidly obese miss america Mm. morbidly obese with lupus Well, according to them, fat is okay now, so
2: all these magazines are posting very fat women, so why can't we have a fat Miss America?
1: You must be able to meet the time commitment and job responsibility as set forth by the local, state, and national competitions in which you compete. Mm. What if I want to be a lazy Miss America? True. True. What if I just don't want to do that? True. Now, I went to Miss New York. Okay. Okay. And uh, here it is. Eligibility. You must be a citizen of the United States. Ooh. You live, work, or attend school full-time in New York State and have done for, so for at least six months.
2: I should be educated?
1: Why? Not everybody has the same opportunities. Some people are just dumb. But they look good in a dress, not a swimsuit. Oh. <clears throat> character. Under character. You're willing to perform the responsibilities associated with your title. I think they mean ribbon-cutting, not Harvey Weinstein. Okay. You are in reasonably good health, again. You must meet character criteria set forth by the Miss America organization. Mm. You know, that whole moral thing. You remember chaperones? Yeah. I guess that's yeah. what it is. Age. A contestant shall not be uh, less than 18 years of age and graduated high school senior in the date of blah, blah, blah blah, blah blah. Nor more than 25 years of age on December 31st in which the calendar will compete in national competition, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Additionally... You are female, never married, never have had children. Are you serious? This was always the rule. But in today's world, hold it. Hold it. Wait a second there. Back up a minute, Sparky. You're saying we don't want to put women in bikinis because that's just troubling. Mm -hmm. That's your liberal platform now. Got it. But what about someone who identifies as a female? Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, the lines have become blurred. It doesn't matter. How do we know that um, somebody who is fabulous wants to be Miss America and they identify as a woman even though they were born genetically male? Wow. And finally, you're a high school graduate who successfully completed a GED testing, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Uh, Does that sound troubling to you? That sounds very troubling. Where are they today on this thing? Very
2: hypocritical as Mm -hmm. well. By the way, I went to uh, Nia Amani Franklin's uh, Instagram. Yeah, you're right, Doc Thompson. <clears throat> What's that? She has many, many swimsuits. Oh, uh, that can't shirt. be because it's uh, empowering
1: not to. Even
2: back in 2017, when she went for as Miss New uh, Miss North Carolina, um, she says, "I had fun <coughs> strutting my
1: swimsuit." Uh, yeah, it, that's back when they used to objectify women, and she had to in say those things.
2: Back in the day? Way back Way in the back day in when uh, we were
1: Neanderthals. A year ago? A year ago. It was a lot has changed in a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's empowering now. She doesn't have to. Very oh. empowering. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. Now, the good news for you is none of this crap matters. Oh, none no. of this, as far as the actual pageant, none of this matters. Um, I have not watched this since I was about 13. And, and uh, we
2: all know why. You were really interested in the dresses.
1: No, I discovered stashes of pornographic magazines. Oh. And I didn't have to uh, watch uh, overtly uh, the displays on television. Mm. Exactly. Things like this. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, no this is nonsense the whole purpose of this it's outdated it's gone stop yeah. right trying to pretend this is about their mind and competition and it questions not. it's not it never has been make it something else and if it is about talent put them on that show with Howie Mandel and um and the other guys deal or no deal no, oh. no, the America's Got Talent thing. I don't want them there. I'm just saying if this is about talent, put them on America's Got Talent, <laughs> right? And if this is about uh, your you know, your intelligence, your scholarly pursuits, then you know what? You don't have to put them in a gown. No. You don't have to show us at all. Just here's their test scores. Here's what they did. You don't need any of this stuff. If you remove that aspect of it, you remove the whole thing. The only thing, reason they added those back in the day is to kind of – diffuse that it was really about just gawking at women this started <laughs> i believe as a bikini competition on the jersey shore really i think so but anyways it definitely started as some sort of female bikini competition well, it may not have been bikini but it was swimwear competition this was an excuse for guys to overtly gawk at women that's mm. it <clears throat> remember way way back okay. you had to be even more discreet and women weren't as revealing as they were back in the day So that is true. You're looking at the Sears catalog or something like this for, uh, you know, ladies undergarments. That was, that was pretty much all you had access to or docking women out and about. If you go to the beach, they're going to be wearing less, but you can't do it overtly unless it's a competition. And then you just watch. I'm just looking at the competition. How dare you think I'm staring at these women? I'm staring with them on the field of competition. And by that, I mean the stage. And by that, I mean the stage where they're wearing very little. And stop pretending that this is something it's not. And stop being offended because it started as something else and this still exists. You don't want it? Don't take part. But now you've got to morph a beauty pageant into something that isn't about beauty. It's called a beauty pageant. No, no. It's called a scholarship pageant now. Now it's a scholarship? Yes. Based on what? What is the scholarship based on? Well, Education. the the interview segment yeah. and uh, the gown, mm-hmm. which is about their physical attributes. Yeah. What is visually appealing to men and women, I guess. Right? If, it's, if you still got people on stage all dressed up and they're in gowns then it does have something to do with visual. No, no, it's a, we waited. There's more points given to their uh, to their uh, their talent portion and their questions, their interview segments. <laughs> why go through any of this? It's a $50,000 scholarship, which is significant, but it's not huge. Mm-hmm. It's not like getting a uh, full ride to, to Harvard or something, which is worth even more than that. So why not just say we've picked some deserving young woman? And by the way, why can't it be a deserving young man? Yeah. It's crap. So I ask you again: If you're going to remove the swimsuit competition, where it's not about looks, it's not about ogling, it's not about you know women being objectified, then why, oh why, aren't they in burkas? Can you answer that, Chris? I cannot.
2: I can I'm just,
1: It's going to so, be a good day, isn't it? gonna be a good day it was a very it's yes, gonna yes. be a good day i'm ready to go all right i think uh, i think we've already done a lot of good here and by today the way,
2: you were right about the bathing suit
1: is that how it started yeah i'm i'm impressed impressed that's how it started or my knowledge your knowledge Press when it came to ogling women <laughs>
3: Yeah,
2: but what does World they, class. Hold on, but what does the history of Miss America have to do about
1: ogling? You ogle enough, Georgia? you just start absorbing all the ancillary things that come with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Jersey Shore, get to the women, get to the women, get to the naked. I'm sure it was Chris. It was back in 1981. I was watching Miss North Carolina become Miss North America. I'm sorry, South Carolina become Miss America in her, her gold sequin dress. And they said that there. You know, this competition started as a competition at the Jersey Shore, bikinis and ladies in swimwear, and here she is, your next Miss America. <laughs> and it just kind of sunk uh, in there way back in. Yeah, I can see that. There see. she is, Miss America. That's pretty cool. Bert Park's on there, yeah. All right, let me get a break. I think we've had enough of this nonsense. <laughs> this is the Morning Blades.
0: This is the Morning Blades with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: Thank you, Internet, and thank you, Chris Cruz, for thanking the internet. Oh. Thank I know. you, Internet. I know what you're gonna talk about. Hashtag invisible challenge. Isn't that great? It's one of the greatest things in my life. So far, 2018 has not let me down. This has been this is maybe the reason I was meant to live this long. Really? Just for this right now. Here. Just for That's all I got today. What I got anything it- else? That is true. Career, nothing. finances, anything. I got, got nothing, nothing else, got Chris. Nothing. Everything has just been mm-hmm. heaped upon me in the last yes. couple of years. Yes. I got nothing. Yes. Uh, it's little things like the invisible challenge that, that, that make it make it possible for me to go on, not even for another day. For another for, moment, really. This so is like this, so those, this is up to your next moment. This was I. That's where I'm at. I was on. Uh, I was on the uh, the chair. I was on really? the chair in the office with the uh, the ties around the ceiling fan. No, I was right there. And then the Weird hashtag Invisible Challenge. I was like, what Wait a minute, let me see what's fan. going on here. Okay, I think okay. I think I can hang in there. Yeah. Let me watch the end of this video. Yes. Let me do it that. Was great. So there's a Netflix show, uh, uh, a magic magician, for magic for human, magic for human. Is it more comedy than magic, or uh, kind of a mixture? It's a mixture, but okay. it leads with a lot of comedy. So they and do planks. this, they do this competition, and you <laughs> gotta see it. We'll tweet out. We'll tweet out Vito. later. Uh should we ex- yeah we gotta explain what it is. Yeah, like, you have to I don't want to ruin it, it, but you'll yeah. figure it out pretty soon. They they're in public and there's it's like in a little park, dozens of people around, and a magician is performing like kind of street magic, and he invites a couple people down to sit down in a chair and he turns them invisible. <clears throat> well, everybody's in on it. Obviously, they're not invisible, but everybody's in on the gag and are like, Oh where they go? where they go, where'd they go? And the people that they supposedly turn invisible believe they're invisible. Yes. Because everybody else is in Everybody's on it. Everybody's in on it. And they have all kinds of props and things to make yes. you to, think to, that yeah. you are invisible. Pictures, all kinds of amazing things. And the people are freaking out. And it's pretty funny. Yes. Well, hashtag Invisible Challenge. People have tried this at home themselves. Yes. Freaking kids out in that. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is so good. I just tweeted one this morning or retweeted Chris. <laughs> it is the best. This is absolutely... Weird. If we had kids that age right now, oh. my niece and nephews are... All grown up. Okay. And then my son, oldest son is 16 mm-hmm. and the youngest is four. Mm. You need somebody that's between eight, 12, 13, yes. right in there.
2: Yes. I think at eight and 13, that's the perfect age right now to pull and do the invisible challenge.
1: Or somebody whose mental faculties yes. are between eight and yes. 13, like Jeffy. Oh. We could have done Jeffy. you know, Yeah, but like
2: can that. you make him invisible? I don't think there's enough magic.
1: There's not enough invisibility <laughs> spray cream. <laughs> you back that beep beep hosing down with it. Get is the there a tarp that
2: big? Is is there a tarp that? Because first you have to cover the
1: person. So do we have a blanket or tarp? It's an invisible tarp too. <laughs> <laughs> you just spread it out over him. <laughs> but it,
2: it's it, it was it was really cool, and I just love how uh, the whole gag is. You know, you have to set up like pictures. And, yeah. and 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 have everybody in. But that video was just fantastic.
1: Yeah, I would have absolutely. Dude, the, the gags we pulled on my niece and nephews and stuff like this. We had, I had my nephew when he was about uh, six. He, for some reason, thought he had an egg in his ear. I don't know if you heard the term egghead,
2: oh, what okay. it was,
1: but thought he had an egg in his ear.
2: Wow, that's very specific.
1: It was really weird. If you saw something on TV, a magic ah. trick, whatever, and believe this. And he kept telling my sister this. So I was like, let me see. And I'm sitting at the table and just I reach Did behind you? me and I pull an egg out of the refrigerator nice. while sitting there. And I was like, let me see. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, here it is. There is an egg. He freaked out. Put it back in. Put it back in. Put it back in. So I was like, put okay. it back in. Why? <laughs> he thought something was wrong. So. Where's the belt? So, I, so I put it back in. Right. And then he goes, uh a little while later, he's like, thought about it. He's like, okay, I want, I want you to take I want it that out. that egg out. And I go, okay, now listen, in or out. I'm not going to take yeah, the I'm egg not, yeah. out of your ear yeah. all day. You got in or out. Yes. So he wanted it out. So <clears throat> he takes the egg out.
2: You take the I egg take out. I take the egg out. Yeah.
1: And he carries it around no. for days. No. And then he wanted to hatch it, so. Did it hatch? He sat on it. Oh. 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 So then he was very upset by this. He killed the so egg. So I had to take another egg out. Did you take another I'm egg? I'm like, you can't sit on this one. You know, whatever. Yes, I did. So he had it in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't let anybody touch it. Okay. And my sister was wanting to make brownies one day. No. And he was wigging out that she was going to use that egg. So she had to send over to our house for some other eggs. Ah, so we the ah. a whole thing. We were right before Easter. Mm-hmm. So, as part of the elaborate hoax, oh, I, I said, the problem was you're too big to sit on the edge. You got to sit on a cage with the egg in it. <laughs> so, we put the egg in a cage. We covered the cage up. We sat there. And it hatched into a parakeet. What? This chicken egg that I took out of his head hatched into a wow.
2: parakeet. <clears throat> you just just working another magic level.
1: See what I'm saying there? Dude. And he had that parakeet for a while. and. I don't know what happened to it, but I'm sure it was not pleasant. Oh no, he didn't have it. No, anybody sat on the egg yes. and believed this. Yeah, was <laughs> he trying to a <laughs> parakeet and smashed up. <laughs> <it off. clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> I think this is the same kid that um, had a fish for a short while. Oh, and it didn't. Finding well. Nemo. No, he, he was. it was just like a little goldfish, and uh, he, he took to it out of the water it? to pet it. Yeah. Fish don't like that. No,
2: fish are not meant. Right, exactly.
1: Now, the reason I was able to uh, perform an egg ectomy on him, okay, whoa, an egg ectomy is uh, because his eggs were per- or his ears were perfectly clear, so I could so you could pull the egg it. out. If there's anything obstructing it, like ear wax, you're not going to be able to do this. So, if you want to perform this egg ectomy on your kids, if they think they have an egg in their ear, you need to make sure the ear canal is perfectly clear, clean as a whistle, by using the WaxRX system at usewaxrx.com. Just go to usewaxrx.com. That's usewaxrx.com and order it today. Don't shove other things in your ear to try to clean that earwax out. Don't put Q-tips or car keys or something to clear the earwax out so you can perform an ectomy. Use WaxRx. The details of the system are all laid out at usewaxrx.com. Promo code RADIO. Use that, and they'll ship it to your door absolutely free. It's usewaxrx.com.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network.
1: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The fact that more people today are not calling out the swimsuit competition, I'm going to give them credit or at least the benefit of the doubt and say they're doing it because they know it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Okay. But it is one small, tiny, insignificant, albeit, example of how crazy things are right now. It is a beauty pageant that you've now said you're going to eliminate the swimsuit competition and even with your own progressive agenda, have not taken it to the next step of how come men cannot compete? How come it can't be the elderly, the infirmed, anything else? How come they cannot? Will Is that going to be step number two? Well, yeah, it probably would be. If we continue down this crazy path... This is the type of stuff Obama was talking about in the last couple of days to say how things are crazy, oh, things change. have gotten under yeah. uh, under Trump, and you know they just want this nice world where everybody equal access, blah blah. It's crap. This is the extreme. He helped foster, not alone, albeit mm-hmm. this crazy extremist progressive agenda. Where in a beauty pageant they say, yeah, you, it's not about looks, and you can't wear a bikini and by the way boy scouts don't have to be boys and girl scouts don't have mm. to be girls the list is endless we ha- we have documented all of these cases for years now on this program yeah. all of the insane stuff the rachel dole is all right you don't that's a nut bag by itself right How many of those? And where is that? And the people that defended it. And the NAACP and the people on the left and the Black Lives Matter crowd. And the crowd that goes in and tells you you shouldn't be eating meat even though you are in a private establishment and having meat. And they come in and protest and yell at you. And we all just accept this nonsense and safe spaces on college campuses. And I'm sorry, it's during midterms, so I need to have a pet, a support animal for my emotional needs. Because I'm taking a test. <clears throat> this is the world, and you're telling us everything's fine except for Trump? <laughs> that That's your big <laughs> push, Obama? Got it. All right. Tweets now with the hashtag, what I learned today. Uh, you got Jacko Anger Bieber saying, well, well, Doc
2: Thompson, misspoke in a huge way. Contestants? Really? We are all equal in the eyes of the left.
1: That's right. We're not. Con- uh, hmm, we're not competing. And contestants. Yeah. What are you? Convicts, oh, right. Is that disparaging to kind conv- mm. Should we be like professionals, Protestants? Okay,
2: I like that. Kevin Burke saying, "Oh darn, I can't enter either. My butt's too big." No, what do you? No, it's not. I didn't remember you reading that. All like no. on the
1: list, and it doesn't matter. It's not about the looks. No, it's not about the size of your derriere. Sorry. It's not about that. It's about your mind.
2: Uh, Dr. Rocky uh, saying, oh, maybe I should participate in the Miss America pageant. Challenge all the rules and call them
1: discriminatory. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Send we, someone we, need, in. we need full lawsuit on this stuff. Listen, do you, want, do you want stuff to change? We all know this is crap. Even the left knows this is crap. Yeah. They know, now, they may have one little nugget that they cling to and go, well, maybe women shouldn't be objectified. Now the people saying that are women, usually that can't compete. Mm. Usually, and I've told you the story about my friend who was yeah. all progressive back in the day, yeah. and she tells me she won a local beauty pageant in Nebraska, and I was like, "Why?" That seems very odd that yes. you would be in the. I mean, that's what. I'm, <laughs> and she was like, "I normally don't like those, but I won." Exactly. And there it is, right? It's all about them, right? So. Yeah, I get that some of them will be well, maybe we just shouldn't and all life I'm sorry, black lives do matter, right? That's all we're trying. And they start with this little nugget. But in total, they know all of this is crap. They know that. Speaking of crap, Obama speech to in late last week at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. And we have some of that audio. We could play the entire thing, and I could spend a week and a half discussing it. Uh, I'm not going to do that to you, but I am going to spend a couple of minutes discussing it because he made some important points that I would like to mention right now. Keep in mind, this is all, once again, just pageantry leading up to mid-term. the midterm elections. This is all trying to gin people up. Whatever they can, throw at the wall to try to get it to stick, to get people to pull the tra- the, the lever for Democrats. That's all this is, exclusively. But there may be one other little thing to it.
2: Oh,
6: really?
1: Yeah, I'll explain. Here is former President Obama's speechifying.
6: Republican friends here in Illinois. But over the past <clears throat> few decades, the politics of division and resentment and paranoia has unfortunately found a home in the Republican Party.
1: Uh, this but Congress. Hold it there. In the Republican Party, it's found a home. Really? Paranoia. Really? Yeah, it's found a home. Uh, now, while I don't dispute that uh, some of that is probably true, okay. but exclusively in the Democrat Party, paranoia. Mm. I don't think seems so. Seems to be lacking yes. other parties Yes, that he didn't mention. Here mm-hmm. we go.
6: This Congress has championed the unwinding of campaign finance laws to give billionaires outside influence over our politics. Systematically attacked voting rights to make it harder for young people and minorities and the poor to vote. (laughs) Handed out tax cuts without regard to deficits. Slashed the safety Mm -hmm. net wherever it could. Mm -hmm. Cast dozens of votes to take away health insurance from ordinary Americans. Embraced wild conspiracy theories like those surrounding Benghazi.
1: Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Hold it. Hold a second there was a lot in there yes a lot of things we could have mentioned where he wasn't telling the full story mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he brought up the conspiracy theory of Benghazi oh wait a minute Chris I mean, we have we have discussed that top to bottom side to side you've seen the movie we know all of this stuff I'm not going to retry all that you know that's not a conspiracy Yep. he absolutely failed as president he failed those those people who were there He he failed the the people who were killed. We know that they were doing some questionable things there, maybe some things that were illegal, definitely questionable and probably immoral. We know the way this whole thing played out, the way they spun it at the end was not conspiracy. They lied to us and they tried to cover their own asses by making this about that video, which had been up. So we all know that's not a conspiracy. So I'm not going to retry that, which we could spend a lot of time going through that story again. Instead, just say, "Why did that come up?" Hmm. This is this has not been in the news at all. No, nobody, nobody impeach forty-five for saying a Benghazi conspiracy. None of that. <clears throat> if you ask people out there right now, go down campaign issues, things that matter to the midterms, anything that the news is discussed, Benghazi will not be on the list. Hmm. It's not on the list. If you say conspiracies under the Obama administration, Benghazi's one of them. I don't know if it would be top couple for most people. It's no. hard to keep them all. Yeah. But Obama brings up that conspiracy. Why? Again, nobody's talking about it. It is, okay. Well, Doc, remember, like you just said, it's about the midterms. <clears throat> okay, so Benghazi's going to energize. Wait, what? even if you're talking conspiracies of the past how does how does that energize people no all it does is listen even people on the left know there's trouble with benghazi people died why do you why would you ever bring that up if you know your job as you know obama if you know your job you're just trying to get people to go out and vote democrat why do you bring it up and here's that one other little piece it bothers him As much as this is about helping Democrats, this is about him. Remember, he's in legacy mode now. Yes. And it bothers him that the truth is out. He feels he didn't have, they haven't countered that enough. Out of all of it, that one bothers him. Back this up just a couple of seconds and listen to him again. Now, he mentions one other one as well. Now, the, the other one could energize a little bit, but it also shows you what really bothers him. That's what this is also about
6: slashed the safety net wherever it could, cast dozens of votes to take away health insurance from ordinary Americans, embraced wild conspiracy theories like those surrounding Benghazi or my birth certificate,
1: <laughs> rejected science, hold it, hold it, say. By putting it with birth certificate also makes yeah. Benghazi seem it even more, more just ridiculous. crazy or whatever. Look at them stupid. People. And rejected science, of yeah. course. We know all the lies. And, and each each one of these could be we have already debunked over the years. Yes. Listen. Rejected
6: facts on things like climate change, embraced a rising absolutism from a willingness to default on America's debt by not paying our bills to a refusal to even meet much less consider a qualified nominee for the Supreme Court because he happened to be nominated by a Democratic president. None of this Merrick is Garland. conservative. I don't I don't mean to pretend I, I I'm channeling Abraham Lincoln now, but that's not what he had in mind, I think when he helped form the Republican Party. It's not uh, conservative.
1: Uh, hang, hang on a second about that. Um, it's not like Abraham Lincoln was um, his platform was conservatism as we know it today. It was primarily, or one of their main tenets was anti-slavery. So, okay, but it's not like he's conflating those two things. Conservatism doesn't necessarily apply.
2: Yeah, and and coming from a person that said that he studied uh, Lincoln, Back in two thousand and eight,
1: so Obama is now um, <laughs> preaching conservatism. Yes. He wants him, he wants Republicans who back yes. to back conservatism. Okay, here it we go. sure
6: isn't normal. It's radical. It's mm-hmm. a vision that says the protection of our power and those who. Oh, hold, hold us on a second! It's a op-
1: radical. It's radical. Um, so was Abraham Lincoln at the time? Very radical. That was incredibly uh, radical. Yes, that was anti-slavery. Some... Yeah. Okay. Okay.
6: It's a vision that says the protection of our power. And those who back us is all that matters even when it hurts the country. It's a vision that says the few who can afford high-priced lobbyists and unlimited campaign contributions set the agenda. And over the past two years, this vision is now nearing
1: its logical conclusion. Hold it right there. Uh, Because under the Obama administration, it wasn't about high-priced lobbyists. It wasn't about people who could afford to play.
2: No, no.
1: In that regard, it is exactly the same. Democrats and Republicans are 100% alike when it comes to lobbyists, campaign finance, uh, pay-to-play, the elitist, people with money having access to the people in power. That is 100% the same. There is no difference. It has not changed under Trump. It didn't change under Obama. It didn't change Obama to Trump. It didn't change Bush to Obama to Trump. That has always been, and unless something changes, will always be. Democrats and Republicans are exactly the same. How dare you pretend that it's not Obama?
6: So that with Republicans in control of Congress and the White House, without any checks or balances whatsoever they've provided another 1.5 trillion dollars in tax cuts to people like me who i promise don't need it
1: and uh, by don't the even way pretend. if i had if i had obama's money i would still need the tax cut yes please we've explained that before yes the only way to survive now is to amass a much as much money so no matter what they do you can you can survive it somehow it's not enough. I'd be, I would be fine saying, hey, I got a steady income coming in, a couple million dollars in the bank I live off of. Life is great. But I can't trust what they're going to do down the road. So I'm sorry, $20 million is not enough. I'm not saying I'm going to keep it exclusively for myself. I'm saying you need to amass that type of power. It's the only way that, as he just said, makes you a player in the game. And by the way, the whole little payoffs to their people and tax cuts, Solyndra. Do you remember the stimulus plan? It was a payoff to Democrat donors.
6: And don't even pretend to pay for them. It's supposed to be the party supposedly of fiscal conservatism. Suddenly, deficits do not matter. Even though just two years ago, when the deficit was lower, they said, I couldn't afford to help working families or seniors on Medicare because the deficit was an existential crisis. What changed? What, what changed?
1: Now, hold on right there. He is absolutely right about that. The Republicans have failed. Deficits are supposed to matter. How come they haven't balanced the budget? The problem is deficits used to matter to Democrats, too. Same thing. They used to preach fiscal responsibility, and they balanced the budget. Didn't matter then either. The other thing is he's calling them out for failing their own values, which are values that he and the Democrats don't even have now. He didn't care about that. He never preached balanced budgets or anything like that. He never mentioned any of that. He had some of the highest deficits and in overspending in, in the history of America. So he's calling them out for something that he doesn't even believe in. And yes, he was right for calling them out.
6: They're subsidizing corporate polluters with taxpayer dollars. Allowing dishonest lenders to take advantage of veterans and students and consumers again.
1: Wait a minute. He's concerned about veterans. Oh, thank God he got to this. President Obama is so concerned about veterans. Do you you remember the VA scandals under his administration, which continue, by the way? How many veterans have died? Yes, dozens and dozens and dozens killed by the VA under his administration, and he didn't do anything to change it. He replaced somebody at the top once, and that was it. Nothing else changed. Um, But now he's concerned about veterans. Got it, okay.
6: They've made it so that the only nation on earth to pull out of the global climate agreement. It's not North Korea, it's not Syria, it's not Russia or Saudi Arabia, it's us. The only country, there are a lot of countries in the world, we're the only ones.
1: So we got to do what everybody else has to do. They're
6: undermining our alliances, closing up to Russia. What happened to the Republican Party? Its central organizing principle in foreign policy was the fight against communism, and now they're cozying up to the former head of the KGB, actively well, I blocking we, legislation. We, we,
1: we all know why, though. Why, Doc? Why? Because that's old foreign policy. Thank you. That is true. The, the 70s he told calls, us yeah. the, the 80s called. The 80s it was call. the 80s called, and they want their the foreign, foreign policy, policy back. back. Obama taught us on the campaign trail it in 2012 matter. that oh, the Republicans were doing it wrong. So what are they doing? They're following his foreign policy. Forget about Russia and diplomacy. Russia is not a threat. That's a 1980s threat. And now here we are four years later and suddenly he's he's changed. Sorry, eight, uh, six years later and suddenly things are different.
6: Actively blocking legislation that that would defend our elections from Russian attack. What happened? Their sabotage of the Affordable Care Act has already cost more than 3 million Americans their health insurance. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. they're still in power next fall, you better believe they're coming at it again.
1: Okay, so, uh, by the way, um, 3 million... Those are really kind of uh, loose numbers that he's flying around there because millions and millions of people lost their health care under Obamacare that he promised would not happen. Rates did not. uh, I did not get $2,500 extra dollars in my check. I didn't get that. And the rates continue to climb just as fast and as high as they were. This is all crap once again.
2: Mm.
1: But there's a lot of people going to buy it. Try to get that blue wave going. Quick break back with more in a minute. (laughs)
0: Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag #WhatILearnedToday. I Learned Today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The morning blaze. The claim that everything
6: will turn out okay because there are people inside the White House who secretly aren't following the president's orders. That is not a check. I'm being serious here. That's not how our democracy is supposed to work. He's right. These people aren't elected. They're not accountable.
1: He's right. President Obama is absolutely right. That's not how the democracy is supposed to work. Mm. They're not elected, and they're mm. not accountable. Mm-hmm. Meaning, we need to know who this or these people are mm-hmm. that are not doing their job. Yes. We need to know. Obama just made the case for an investigation. He just made the case for the New York Times to hand over mm. to the president who it was. You, you, he, he's serious. Do you hear how concerned he is about the democracy? Hmm. He knows that's not, he went after all kinds of leakers. Remember, this is a guy who spied on the AP and Fox reporters. What? He got uh, their phone records, their uh, personal emails. Eric Holder personally signed the search warrant application for James Rosen. He knows he's made the case. So he stands by Trump finding out who this is. And by the way, if he's concerned about people making policies or doing things in the White House or in the executive branch that are not elected or accountable, then why did he have so many czars?
2: Oh, yes, he did.
1: That's his concern now. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Well, he's going to continue to speechify coming up uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks, maybe all the oh. way up to the midterms oh, as well. Get some of your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Uh, Obama equals hashtag SMW. So many words. The guy, right? So many words. For a guy, that's a lot of words. That one was, I think, an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 10 minutes. What? A little, I think it was a little over an hour.
2: Oh, that's a lot of speechifying. So
1: many. SMW, man. SMW. By the way, if you haven't tried the uh, Brickhouse Nutrition Field of Greens yet, you are missing out. This is a very simple thing you can do today. Just order. Go to BrickHouseDoc.com. Click on Field of Greens and order it. That's step one today. And then step two, when you get it in the next couple of days, just try it you will notice a difference in your life, in your kid's life as well, the kid's lives as well. A simple life hack. I've realized that's pretty much one of the few things I have left. I have no hope that today they're going to prepare the standard rich and famous contract for Doc Thompson. That's not going to happen. I've come to terms with that. I've uh, come to terms with uh, I'm never going to be an Adonis. Uh, people will never respect me the way they respected uh, some throughout history. I will never, uh, I will not have monuments built to me. None of those things. And that's okay. I'm just trying to get, just trying to get to the end, just trying to get to the place, uh, you know, where I have the garage door down and the car running, just whatever that day is. I'm just trying to get to it as simply as possible. And Field of Greens is going to be one of those things, those little life hacks that help you out. Order it today at BrickHouseDoc.com. It is real food. It's basically powdered vegetables. So you get a full daily serving of fruits and vegetables with each scoop. You scoop it into some liquid, drink it down, and you're good to go. You get those vegetables in your diet, which matter so much. Health, weight loss, it's all part of the game. BrickHouseDoc.com. Order Field of Greens today. BrickHouseDoc.com.
2: You got Paul G. saying, Obama's a lying sack of poo.
1: Let me think.
2: Yes. Yes? Yes, I agree. Okay. Kool-Aid with a C saying, nothing like starting my week with President Obama clips. What's next? A hurricane to the to end the week? Yeah. Um,
1: Actually, there's three of them coming. So see, yes. I... Probably should back off those Hillary clips then that I was planning on for next oh, hour. Oh, okay. No, those... You think so? We have to move those. Do you realize for a split second people were like, oh my gosh, no, please don't do that to And too. did you tell them what's going to happen on the third hour? I'm going to go ahead and move those Hillary. Those are scratch. Scratch the Hillary stuff for today. Okay. Scratch that. So we'll get it tomorrow? I don't know when. We'll, maybe we just have to dump it all together. Did you hear she's uh, going uh, to speak uh, to lesbians that teach? Yup. So teacher, lesbian teachers. Why is that a thing? Not Unless getting... you're teaching lesbianism. They're coaching. We all know that. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. They're all, they're all gym teachers and coaches. That's a good point. That, what are they teaching? Softball. <laughs> Believe it or not, you are actually being
0: informed. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. the collision of common sense and comedy this is the morning blades with doc thompson
1: nailed it chris that's two nailed it less moonvez i know we nailed that one Les moonvez back 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 on everyone's like no look see cbs is standing behind him and i was like eh, no. something's not right here no. i said you know they may be doing this and i guess i could end up being wrong down here i said but Maybe it's about the money. No, it was just a timing thing. They had to get all the little pieces in place. Les Moonves is gone at CBS after after being accused of sex crimes and violence. And then even more women came Came forward. came out
2: over the weekend.
1: Now, he may not have done any of these things, as we've said over and over. It's important to make sure because none of it has been proven. I've, I've not seen any proof other than just allegations. So... That's uh, that's not been proven, but it's looking real bad for him with so many women coming out and saying this. I can't imagine that additional women would come forward like this. I mean, you do get the women who jump on the bandwagon for a payday. Oh yeah, oh you yeah. You are going to get some of those people, but the sheer number of these makes it sound pretty bad. And then some of the things that he said, and even some of the things he admitted to. He said, you know, maybe I didn't act right, whatever. But yeah, it looks like he's out. He's only gonna get about a hundred million dollars, I think. Oh, come on. I think uh I think it's a hundred million is what he ends up walking away with the golden. That golden
2: parachute, parachute man. Mm-hmm. Come on.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I'm it wondering. is a hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred. It's a hundred, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I am willing to be fired for a hundred million dollars, just so you know. I um in fact, Chris, this is horrible for him. You yes, are it is. A captain of industry at this point, yeah. right? And you get fired and have your name besmirched. Yes. And you, you have to take $100 million. Oh, go for it. He oh. may not work again. No,
2: that's fine. You don't need to work.
1: But what about your career? Oh, it's fine, baby. A hundred. I'm fine. You, I mean, you're, no, this, that's is, fine. this is your industry. Trust
2: me, that, that $100 million, <laughs> I could go to like Bermuda, buy the whole damn island and make it my, you know, what sex are you going to do it? with what's left over?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Buy me some hookers and blow. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm willing to for, oh, um, yeah, uh, for a million dollars. Okay. I was going
2: to say, what is your lowest doc Thompson? Come on. Your name is no longer good. Listen, you have I'm no sure I'm career. Gonna get fired any
1: day anyway. So <laughs> really there is no low. Okay. Uh, but for most of the time, if you have a little job and you're yeah. happy and whatever, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Bob million hundred kidding really dinner, a movie, a <laughs> and subscription a to million. movie
2: pass. Ooh, do you remember, movie pass? That's how secret. bad it is. That's oh, how, damn. they're like,
1: sorry, we're gonna have to let you go. But as part of your golden parachute, here's a subscription to movie pass.
2: <laughs> you only get three movies a month,
1: and they're not even really good <laughs> movies good or movies. good theaters. They
2: tell you what movie you and have to watch. This is probably
1: gonna go well, like Les Mundes <laughs> likely has. You know, hundreds, maybe thousands of shares, maybe millions of shares of CBS stock. Yes. So they're like, here you go. Here's um movie pass stock as part of your compensation package. (laughs) Three cents. (laughs) It's not three cents. What is it? It's two cents.
2: As of Friday, I think it was two Two cents. They're down to two cents. Good thing I got my fifty-seven dollars
1: back. Yeah, um, I had a, uh, a a hold steady when it dropped to seven cents a share. Like, don't buy, don't, <laughs> don't sell the, at this yeah. point. It dropped to two. Now we're in a buying situation. You want it? You want to go ahead and put two dollars on it, just in case. <laughs> just go ahead and buy a uh, hundred shares at two bucks. You're good to go. So they're like, here you go, Doc. We've decided to let you go here at the Blaze. Have a great time. It's part of your compensation bag. Mm. Here's a 1,000 shares of, <laughs> mm, of uh, movie pass. Oh, here you go.
2: This is so sad. It's yes, so, so sad.
1: Now, yeah. CBS is going to donate $20 million. Oh,
2: shut up. No, they're not. To
1: one or more organization that uh, support the this? hashtag MeToo movement and equality oh. for women in the workplace.
2: Oh, I know a new one. I think uh, two great entrepreneurs and philanthropists just started a brand new campaign.
1: They did. It's really important. You it know, is. What's most important about the Me Too movement is to make sure men understand. Yes. And I think some I seminars. think an organization, yes, started by men, yes, former, yes, potential violators of the Me Too, maybe not in practice, no. but in spirit, in spi- by having lampooned the Me Too movement, they mm. now see the error of their ways. They do. And for just a million, maybe a million, yeah. million. Eight, I don't
2: think they're taking the full. Th-
1: I really need two million for my new company. So I'm trying to think if I could get, <laughs> <clears throat> but you're going to have to get your cut out of this.
2: Yeah. So five million.
1: How about two million for me? Okay. And then I'll give you some stock in the new company plus stock in movie pass. I can give you that. Is that two cents? I need two million. Okay, we got to go for the gold. We asked for five. They whittle us down to four. Were, yeah. We each take two and we're out. Yes. And you can go buy Bermuda with half of that. Yes. Take the other half and buy a home Puerto somewhere Rico. else, Puerto Rico, and you're good to go. And I'll take the two million and put in the new company. Uh, yeah, I, for guys who understand, we need to be out there teaching people. That, yes. You know, we used to not get it either. No. But now we get we it. We understand it. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm sorry it took so long. Whoa. Oh, you didn't have to cry. I just think about... Oh, that's My wife and my mom. Now, mm. uh, Chris, I don't have daughters. But you if don't, I did Would you feel for them? I would. Mm. And I wouldn't want them to have to go through this and damn it, I want my son to know that's not how you treat women. Mm. Mm. Damn it. That's powerful. Let's start a seminar and we're willing to come to your office and teach. Yes. And it'll only cost five million dollars from, from CBS. Yeah. If we could
2: save one woman,
1: one one man for making the mistake treating women that way, are they buying this? Is this going to work? I don't think. Edit so. Edit that part out just in <laughs> case. Just a, would any? Am I on the right track? You're
2: on the right track, though. Yeah, but I think we need uh, two different uh, uh, people. Oh saying my gosh, this. we
1: got to amp it up. One. <laughs> what is it? Ready? It's not enough to do. We you got to keep every right. That as part of the seminar, we go, men, it's not acceptable to do this. Honk, honk, honk. You can't. Motorboating is, I'm sorry, sir, blubble, what is motorboating? Yes, this is, do not do this. Blubble, blubble, blubble. It's Doc and Chris's, this is not how to act in the office. And if there's anybody that knows how not to act in the office, having been spoken to by HR many times, it is us. Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? So you get to ogle. Let me show you gentlemen of the office that we're currently we need holding some volunteers. a seven We need some volunteers. We need some volunteers. Let us, uh, some ladies, come up here. No, no, not no, you, not you not Suzanne. You. No, sit Go down, up. sit yeah. down, <laughs> yeah. Suzanne. You, Brittany. Yes. With the tramp oh. stamp. Come on up here. And Ashley. Come on up here. Ashley, come up. right yes. over here. <laughs> Ashley. Ashley. Come up right <laughs> yes. here. Okay. Ashley. Now, guys, what you don't want to do is... Stare uncomfortably at them like this, just at their breasticles. You see what I'm doing right here? Maybe making a mental image, kind of burning it in my brain. So later on, I'll be able to recall this image. Don't do this. Elevate. See what I'm saying? That's what you do. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, Steve, would you like to come up here and stare at um, Ashley's breasticles for a while? And as not as just to show what not to do. I need a, a couple volunteers in the audience. Hold on there, guys. <laughs> You'll all get a turn. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to motorboating yet you might not want to raise your hand too soon
2: yes we only take one volunteer per scenario
1: i think we got something here i think we got it chris just playing it why are we fighting against the progressive ideas right just go ahead and make money off it somehow they're doing it why can't we Right, seriously. This is not going to save or help no. one person in any office. The only person or group this helps is CBS because they get to say, we donated $20 million to help women. And by the way, if they're donating $20 million, that came from your little subscriptions or you watching <laughs> yes. CBS programming they got yes. to sell advertising for. Yes. Do you support all of their stuff? Uh. No. So what they'll do is they'll go, we put $20 million to helping women fight workplace uh, ogling and sexual harassment. We gave $4 to the NRA because we're balanced in our, in our, you know, our approach to ideas and values of what people want. Hmm. That'll be kind of the, mm-hmm. the plan. Very frustrating. I get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. iTarget Pro. The system's waiting for you at iTargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. What a cool system. It's a way for you to practice your firearms with your firearm. Practice target shooting. But unlike dar, uh, dry firing, you actually know where the round would have landed because it uses a laser round and a proprietary app in your or, or on your phone. You just download it, you fire, and you are good to go. It's called iTarget Pro, and the system is waiting for you at iTargetPro.com. Now, we've told you about it for a long time. We tell you how Americans love their guns. It is part of who we are, and it's enshrined in our constitution. Think about that. Mm. we try to we got to get rid of the Second Amendment and all this. Shut up. It is so a part of us, we put it in our constitution. Now, if you watched a video of an actual gunfight, one thing is clear. The fear, the chaos, the fog, we've told you as this stuff starts happening, uh, hitting your target is going to be difficult even for the most seasoned of pro. Therefore, it's not enough to buy a gun and assume that you're ready for the real thing. Do what we all do around here, and that is practice frequently, especially with iTarget Pro. It utilizes your smartphone, their proprietary app, tracks a caliber-specific laser, so it's Caliber based on you know the type of gun you have, which fits right in your firearm. It detects exactly where your shots are landing. iTarget Pro is completely safe. It comes with a uh, your caliber specific laser target system and instructions so you can begin training immediately. Just go to the letter iTargetPro.com. Check out the video. That's the best way. Check out the video they have there because y- it'll be able to ex- explain it. I'm not sure we do the best job with it. Sometimes it's difficult to see. Oh, I get it. I, the laser doesn't fire out the whole time. Uh-uh. It's not like a um, a, a, a sight, a mm-hmm. laser scope or something. It is just a pulse.
2: Here's what we'll do: we'll tweet a video of all season it
1: by the end of the week. Great idea. And you could go ahead to itargetpro.com yep. and check it out today. Now, if you order, and I would order more than one, use the oh, promo code DOC and you'll get ten percent off. Promo code DOC and s- you will get ten percent off. Hey, should we get to um, the um, Serena Williams stuff now? We should. All right, let's dive in and discuss what's been going on with Serena Williams. Um, the only thing that matters less to me than a beauty pageant is tennis. Women's tennis.
2: Hold on. So yeah. tennis plays a role in your life? Men's tennis plays a role in your no, life? No,
1: it doesn't. Okay. But even less than men's tennis is this, women's okay. tennis. Okay, just to making me. sure. Yeah, I don't care at all. If you said the name a thousand things you want to do this weekend, yeah, that it, it's not coming up at all. 2000 no. 5,000. If you say name a thousand things you don't want to do this mm-hmm. weekend, that's going to come up in the okay. first couple hundred. That okay. really is. Taking a cheese slicer down my shin comes in right above it. Then watching women's tennis. Uh. Seriously. Uh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Are the little Russian uh, chicks playing? It'll move up a couple notches. <laughs> in spite of them, I still don't want to watch women's tennis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love. god. Yeah. I don't care. K-ka. It's so bougie on top k-ka. of everything else. K-ka, k-ka. Have you ever watched women's tennis? Yes, it's so bougie. Okay, so Serena Williams. I started seeing stuff about women and women's tennis that this was empowerment, and I just rolled my eyes and went back to sleep. <laughs> and then I uh, think that was the rest of America. A too. buddy of mine who's a big tennis fan because he has that kind of time says, he's bougie, um, "Isn't he?" Well, he does take a soak. Yeah, he does soak every yeah. day. And that's yeah. a little bougie. Yeah, yeah. he uh, texts me and I was like, maybe I should go back and see what's going on. And then I get kind of triggered. So we got to talk about it. <laughs> Serena Williams <laughs> was um, penalized three times in a row for various infractions. The penalties to me are not that much of a, uh, a big deal. But it ended up leading to a total of uh, seventeen thousand dollars in fines, three code violations. This was at the U.S. Open finals, right there. Yeah, and it's it's what she said and did and how she acted, and then everybody else's response to this that really triggered me. So first, we have her uh, as this thing rolls out. She it was a um, a code violation. The first thing she did wrong was uh, coaching. Remember, it was coaching. That's right. Yes. Her coach is in the stands offering her signals. Which, I didn't realize they which, couldn't even do this. Yeah, which I didn't know they could. They, <clears throat> I honestly did not know that. was And this does sound like a problem to me because that's on the coach. It's not on them. Yes. Okay, so you're getting fined for something somebody else did. And the argument is they all do it, Doc. I don't care if it's the rule. Don't do it. Fine. He got caught. Fine. Serena, you could be pissed. You didn't do anything. Yell at him later if he did And he admitted that he was actually he did, doing right it right after. Yeah, right after. He it's did. a separate issue. Put your game face on. Get back out there and play. Second, she gets pissed off and smashes her racket. Yes, which is another violation. Yes, and it amps up. And they find and the way the violations work, they don't say, "Well, this is a different violation." No, it's just another violation. Yes, it, it doesn't gets, have to be two of the same type. No, so they amp it up. And then she goes off on the lines, was the main umpire, the umpire. Yep. goes off on him and starts screaming at him and he goes, boop, that's it. And there you go. So it's three in a row, yes. which ended up being pretty bad. Uh, what do you smash your racket for? That is what do you, I know players have done this. I don't know yes. why tennis people do this and feel that it's okay. Wh- why are you going off? What are you screaming at? I know it's a heat of competition. Knock it off. Act like you've been there before. Shut up and get back to the game. Fine. But it's what she said to this guy that triggered me. And we have her yelling at the umpire. Here it is.
0: The umpire strikes okay, back. Okay, I don't know why they have this piece in
1: there. All right, get rid of that. Um, I really just wanted her going off on him. The bottom line is um she kept saying things to him. You owe me an apology. And she kept addressing him. <clears throat> he didn't address her right, at all. Right, and he, she was saying that based on the coaching. Yes. You owe me an apology. I have never cheated. I didn't see him, whatever. It's not the issue, and no. it's not the rule. No. Did you see him? I'll get, fine, you didn't. Fine. I'll even say it's a stupid rule. I don't care. Fine. But it's the rule. Get back over there and start playing. And then went off and said, I have a daughter. What the hell does that have to do with it? I'm out here fighting for women and my daughter and I teach her. What? What? You owe me an apology and then got indignant over and over demanding an apology. You get on the intercom. You get on the mic system here and tell these people I didn't cheat. She was like a crazy woman about that. What? do you None of this makes any sense. Then she calls over the official tournament yes, judges. The U.S. Open. The yes. U.S. Open judges. We have some of that audio. We'll see if we can hear her yelling at them. Here we go. calling you a And
3: that's not right. This is not fair. This has happened to me too many times. This is not fair.
1: Okay, hold it. This has happened to me too many times. Chris, I keep getting arrested for robbing banks. The judge owes me an apology. This has happened too many times. Not the judge, the police officer. The police owe me an apology too. They all do. I keep robbing banks. This has happened to me too many times. I have sons. I have sons. And I'm out there teaching people about robbing banks. What? What? Do you realize this is the role? Then you have, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, the famous female tennis-owned... Um, you replied to her. Yeah, uh, I'm just Billie, right. Jean, Billie King. Jean King. Billie Jean King. Defending. Do you have both of her tweets we that the responded We do have both of her tweets, yes. Okay, yes. the first... It, she's trying to make two different issues out of it. What she uh, Several
2: things went wrong in the U.S. <clears throat> Open. Women's finals uh, today. Coaching on
1: every point should be allowed in tennis. Okay, fine. Billie Jean King... I don't know squat about tennis. I don't care. It's for people who've lost the will to live, to watch, and for lesbians to play. Done. Got it. It isn't an... But, but no, but... It's the rule, and if it's the rule, it's the rule. You want to work on changing the rules in tennis and the governing body or whatever, fine, do it. But if it's the rule, stop justifying her bad behavior by saying the rule should be changed. Change the rule, but while it's in place, it's the law. Guess what? It's the law. I can't rob a bank. Mm. I think I ought to be able to because I want free money. Great, Doc. Try to get the law changed, but until it does, you're going on trial for robbing a bank. Uh, It isn't, and
2: as a result, a player was penalized for the actions of her coach.
1: She's right about that. I agree with her. That sounds ridiculous, but change the rules.
2: When a woman is emotional, she's hysterical, and she's penalized for it.
1: Why is she getting so emotional about this?
2: When a man does the same, he's outspoken, and there are no
1: repercussions. This has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do. If other men haven't been penalized, oh well. Then take it up with them. Call out those situations. Instead of saying this is some sort of systematic injustice, how about we all do this? Call out a wrong when there's a wrong. Stop trying to justify wrongs by saying, well, there was another wrong. Two wrongs do not make a right. Period. Knock it off. Well, what about? No. That's the reason I avoid saying, well, Obama did. No. Well, back in the. No. This is wrong. I'll even point out the hypocrisy at times. Wrong is wrong. Stop trying to say it's not wrong by mentioning somebody else is wrong. Work to change the rules. Let me get a break in. back with more of this on The Morning Blaze.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on The Blaze Radio Network. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, congratulations, you have a sense of humor. This is The Morning
1: Blaze. Okay, I got a clip of Serena Williams now at the press conference afterwards. This is uh, this is where it really gets nutty. Listen.
6: We can never really go back, Serena, but if you could change one thing about what occurred, um, what would that be?
1: Double down.
3: Um... I don't know. I don't. You definitely can't go back in time, but huh. I can't sit here and say I wouldn't say he's a thief because I thought he took a game from me. But I've seen other men call other. Hold on umpires, one second. Hold on one
1: second. She called him a thief was part of it when she kept saying apology. She also yes, called, she called, him called him a thief, and that was the final yes. straw. Okay, yes. a little more.
3: Say he's a thief because I thought he took a game from me. But I've seen other men call other umpires several things and. I'm here fighting for women's rights and for women's equality. Okay, hold it, hold, for-
1: it hold it, hold it, hold it. A flag. She's a tennis star and pro athlete yes. because she's out there fighting, fighting for, for women. women's rights. That's yes. it. So she's she's not making any money off No. Her. It's not about her brand no. endorsements. No, all fame. All those endorsements
2: she gives right back to all those women out there. She she would head. she
1: would scrap all of that. She's like just Oprah. to fight for women. She's like Oprah, you get a check. You get a check. Sounds more like she's uh, she's like Mother Teresa for women, just out there. It's not about me or money. It's about just fighting for mm. women. Okay, okay.
3: And for all kinds of stuff. And for me to say thief and for him to take a game, it made me feel like it was a sexist remark. I mean, like how he's never took a game from a man because they said thief. <laughs> for me, it blows my mind. But I'm going to continue to to fight for women and to fight for us to have equal like Courtney should be able to take her shirt off without getting a fine like this is outrageous you know and I just feel like listen to how the the fact that I have to go through this is just an example for the next person react that has emotions and that want to express themselves and they want to be a strong woman uh-huh. and they're gonna be allowed to do that because of today mm-hmm. maybe it didn't work out for me but it's gonna work out for the next person
2: oh, oh, no, no, no.
1: those are reporters Unbelievable! They bought in. This is not about women. No. And by the way, fine. If you want to take your shirt off, I'll give you that. I'll give you. That. It the wasn't. No one want to take that. <laughs> no, I mean just you know. In the, oh, in yeah. The oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fine. I yes. we've stood. Yes. we stood. Yes. That's regardless. Yes. yes. Um. This is not about women, and I don't know. Maybe he has fine men for saying things like feet. It's not sexist. It Has nothing to do with you and your daughter. In fact, if you want to talk about fair, why is it that women only play best of three? Oh. In grand slams, men play best of five. Oh, I didn't know that. Billie Jean King's whole platform was how come women are not paid and it's the same as men. And it was like back you, in the day because you didn't bring in as much money in the advertising, but still they but wanted not, paid the same. But you're not okay. You only pay wow. play best of three, not best of five. Wow. So you're doing three fifths of the work and you won. And same you want amount? the same pay? No, I'm sorry, okay. not working. Women also have a heat rule. Where if that? they get overheated, they can just uh, call for a, a ten minute break. In the past It's uh, a sport <laughs> Right to get heated. Yeah Yeah but men don't have that regardless. No 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 Just no. the women do Yes And um, Did you know they play um, With different balls It's a tennis ball They're different um, Apparently The women's balls Don't fl- fluff up As quickly So it speeds up the game Okay Makes it faster The men's okay. balls Fluff up quicker Which slows down the game
2: I don't know. This are we still talking about tennis?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. This I'm not a t- this is according to a buddy of mine who uh, who knows tennis. Wow. Uh does that sound like they're equal that they're no. playing the same game? No, they're not playing the same game. Okay, so maybe
0: settle the down Blaze with hard. Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: it's doc thompson if you like what you hear on the program you should check out pat gray unleashed the podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts
0: the morning blaze with doc thompson 888-900-3393
1: by the way, if uh, Serena Williams really cares about women and she's out there doing this mm-hmm, for women, mm-hmm. why does she uh, have a history of uh, intimidating female she does. refs, linesmen? She has whatever. a very
2: disgusting attitude towards right. uh, umpires, uh, linesmen people, other people.
1: It's crap. She, she got busted for something and she didn't want to be called on it no one no one Nobody wants, wants to
2: be called doc. it doesn't
1: matter where you are and this is part of the problem it's really difficult when you're at the office you're at home whatever and you know you did something wrong and somebody calls you on it for you to say I screwed that up I'm sorry that's we we well you did it Tuesday the same way and blah, and it just starts the whole thing because no one wants there's an embarrassment factor yeah we don't discuss that. It's time we start saying, okay, I screwed that thing up, and I'm sorry. Now, if someone wants to treat you wrong after that, that's a different story. But it starts with Serena Williams should have said, I screwed up. And, you know, by the way, if there is a double standard, I'll work on that separately. I'll bring that up as a separate issue, whatever. I did wrong here. I'm going to make sure I have a certain standard that I adhere to. You know what?
2: So let's talk about this whole situation. The winner of that match looked up to Serena Williams.
1: I know. And she was embarrassed. And she was so embarrassed. That that's how she won. That she that was won, a part of it. Yes. Did you see her crying at the press conference or whatever? I know.
2: And then not only that, you know, and, <clears throat> and people were booing when they announced her as the winner. And right. The only thing that Serena Williams got right and said, hey, 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 let's try to make this, uh, you know, not about the booing, you know. And, I will give her
1: that. I, I will give her that. That she
2: tried to bring it back. But at the end of it, this is your fault, Serena.
1: You caused this, and poor girl. She didn't want to be upstaged by anybody. You lost. It's emotional. I, I get it. Hey, if you get a chance today, go to patriotmobile.com slash doc, patriotmobile.com slash doc. Uh, a week from today is Constitution Day. It happens every September 17th, 7th, uh, September 17th 1787 is uh, when the Constitution was signed, and because of that, The great folks at Patriot Mobile are offering you a special deal for just $17.87, a first month of service for just $17.87. And they'll also send you a free pocket constitution. They have great deals already when it comes to data plans. uh, But this is even better. $17.87 if you sign up today. Plus, they have great deals on phones. They'll often give you money to pay off past bills. Oh yeah, They'll waive the activation fee if you use the promo code DOC. It's $17.87 if you go to PatriotMobile.com slash DOC. PatriotMobile.com slash DOC. Remember, less money, no hidden fees. Aside from all the great work they do, that's something you can remember. Mm-hmm. It's patriotmobile.com slash doc. Sign up today. Hiram joining us now from First Liberty. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, coming in with an update on some of the cases we've talked about. First of all, the Texas cheerleader. Yes. Refresh our memory what that case was.
7: Well, sure. Well, it's about almost five years ago now when the uh, cheerleaders uh, in Coontz, Texas, a little town just north of Beaumont, uh, got together and decided that they, instead of having uh, banners that the football players would run through that were decorated with phrases like, you know, skin the cougars or yeah. whatever it is, they decided they wanted to have something more uplifting and universally uh, a positive. And so they decided they wanted to paint Bible verses on those banners that the football players would run through. And of course, everybody thought it was great, except for okay. the Freedom From Religion Foundation <laughs> sitting mm-hmm. in behind their little computers yeah. in uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, <laughs> sent a letter to uh, the school district in Koontz. and uh, the school district panicked, I guess, and just told the cheerleaders that they can't have the Bible verses on the banners. <laughs> and so within a few days uh, we represented all the cheerleaders. We sued. We won a temporary restraining order, allowing them to have their uh, Bible banners on their uh, the Bible verses on their on their banners. Then uh, we ended up ultimately winning at the district court. The school district fought and appealed that. (laughs) Wow,
1: this is crazy. See, it's one thing. Oh, wow. If the freedom from religion people uh, are out there fighting this thing, that's different. But the school board is protesting uh, the whole time against these kids and saying, "Let's go ahead and fight you guys on this."
7: but you would think that the, if they were caught in the middle, so to speak, right? Right. right. Oh, 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 oh
1: we, we're, we're out of this. You guys we're decide. Only doing,
7: we're only doing this because we got this nasty letter. Right. All right. Then, then when the judge says that yes, you can have your 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 Bible verse great. on the banners, they go, "Okay, great. great, good done." No, 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 no. They they appeal and and. and and real quick, I remember, I'm sorry to
1: interrupt you. You would think that the school would also want that level of freedom, whatever it is, to say, hey, we've got really broad parameters. We want more ability to do more things regardless of which direction, right? That's right. Wow, so they appeal.
7: So they appeal. <laughs> they win on their appeal. Okay? So then we have to go to the Texas Supreme Court where we win, Right. and then it goes back down to the Court of Appeals. Mm-hmm. We win again. And then the school district appeals that to the Texas Supreme Court, where we just won again because they denied their appeal. And so now the case should be over. No, but Oh, it's not over. But it's not going to be over. Now, I don't know what else. There is no other appeal to be made. There's no other way where to go. But that's not what the school district's lawyer said. What did he say? He said, we're going to continue to fight this thing. <laughs> we're, we're, I, I don't know. I don't know on what bay. I don't know. I don't this, know. Case,
1: this case by itself cannot go to the Supreme
7: Court, right? no, this no be because yeah. because it's 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 under Texas this state law. law. Is how okay. we brought the case. Right. So it's in front of the Texas Supreme Court. They're the final say. But he's vowed to continue to find out. I don't know if he's going to, like, like lay prostrate out <laughs> on the field. I don't know if he's going to go around the cheerleaders' houses, you know, like, trying to, like, round up the paint.
1: There's what we need. Buy planes with banners on the back of them. Buy <laughs> with banners. That's what we'll go. Go. But we got to remember, on top of all of this other craziness, taxpayer dollars are being used to fight for this, right? Oh, yeah. That, to infringe th- the rights of...
7: Well, look, all we, can know, all we can know is how much money in attorney's fees that our side has spent all right. And right. I can kind of gauge maybe what the school district's lawyers have spent. So we've spent over a million dollars in this wow. half a decade litigation. All right. So my assumption is that they probably have about the same amount of time. They've probably spent the same amount of money, uh, you know, probably a million dollars on uh, on defending the school district against just, this this incursion. You know, this is a serious <laughs> problem having these Bible verses on the band. Well, look at this. It's a uh, million dollar problem.
1: You know what this leads to? Well, I don't know, but I was say, get, maybe what does kids, this kids going to church or something. Oh, you can't well, have you can't that. Have I, mean, have I that. mean, come on. This is so nutty. I can't get beyond the fact that the school is fighting. Like you said, we're not we're not done here. First of all, just move on because it's not that big of an issue. But on top of it, why would you ever want to limit yourself? The school says... Listen, we want the courts to rule, that we have less say over what the kids can do. That
7: doesn't make any sense. Well, it's... Even if it's about religion. Yeah, it, it's it's totally wild what's going on. But otherwise, you know, but it's been a great victory. Yeah. You know, some of our cheerleaders we represent now, they're, they're, in, college. they're in college, or they've graduated <laughs> from college, or they're married, you know, and I mean, it's just, it's it's been an amazing journey, but but that's you know that's what it took and and here's the thing these cheerleaders could have just they they just could have rolled over and right. said well you know this is what you know this is the way it goes but uh, they stood up they decided they wanted to fight the school district good for them and uh, and it took us half a decade to do it
1: That's that's wild. I'm glad you guys hung in there and fought this. And that's a great victory, like you said, at the state level, because then that's now precedent, right? I mean, oh, yeah, that's exactly right.
7: That's exactly right. I'm
1: just curious. There's no way to know this. The school, you know, may say, no, no, doc, you misunderstood. And that's fine. But I'm curious of what if the cheerleaders had wanted something um, profane? If it was F the other team or something graphic of a sexual nature something like that that somebody objected to, hold on, this is too graphic for school, there's no place in school, and it had been challenged. If the school would have fought, you know, uh, what side they would have been on. Would they have said, no, they have the right to do this, or if they say, no, no, we want to make sure they can't. You see what I'm saying? They're treating this as if it's something like it's offensive. It's not.
7: Right, right. Well, and, and you know, the Supreme Court's actually actually dealt with that issue that you that you just described, something- and the school district can can restrict those types of things just you know
1: right but i'm but, curious how, how this particular school because they're so upset about this we're not letting it go wow that's uh that's crazy do we have another update on another case yes we do have
2: another going? update uh it's a new case you guys just took oh, on it's a new one okay.
1: in maine right
3: yeah
7: yeah we're, we're 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 partnering with another another law firm institute for justice on this oh, case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, up in maine maine ha- has an interesting uh, uh provision in their law that if your town does not have a school like a high school for example let's say it has an elementary school but okay. it doesn't have a it doesn't have a high school uh, that you can get a voucher from the state of Maine to go to a private school okay uh, that that would be nearby so it, you know so instead of build, you know some some towns are not large enough in Maine to support building you know a big massive structure
1: and then you'd have to travel to another right. school to And too so far,
7: okay. and so they just do a voucher program Okay. Because but they have a provision in the in their program that says you can't use the voucher for a religious school. You can only go to a secular no school. Sense. You can't use it for a religious school. Even if that's the school that's right across the street. <laughs> Doesn't well, matter. All right. That's you know, or, or if your voucher could go further in paying for the for the tuition at the uh, at the Christian school or or, or or Jewish school or whatever religious school right. it would be, wouldn't matter. Uh that you can't use it there. And we say what well, that's Discrimination, because you can't you can't tell the parents once you've given them you've given them the voucher you can't tell them you you can choose to use that voucher here but not over here Mm -hmm. and and especially if it has to do with your religious beliefs the U.S. Supreme Court's actually addressed this issue already in the sense of can is it a violation of the Establishment Clause to allow parents to take a voucher from the government. And spend it on a private religious school, and the Supreme Court said, "No, it's not." And the reason why they said, "No, it's not," is because the government's not deciding to send kids to private Christian schools. Or it's private the the choice school.
1: still ends up being it, the parent. It, it, the parent, You're not that's forcing right. Forcing it.
7: That's right. The parent. Okay. The parent is making the decision mm-hmm. about what they want to do. Just like when the government gives you a tax refund, mm-hmm. you know, some people will give it to their church. Some right. people will go buy a new car. Whatever your your choice to do with whatever the money
1: you you receive, yeah, you wouldn't say you can no longer offer refunds because some people may donate it to a church. That's right, that's okay. right.
7: And so it's the same thing here with the vouchers. the Supreme Court said, look, th- there's an intervening private choice of the parents and and so it's not a big deal right. Uh, for whatever reason, Maine did not get that memo. <clears throat> And, uh, and and now here's the sad part. This, this this has been challenged before and Maine won, but there's been some new Supreme Court ca- there's been a new Supreme Court case dealing with these types of issues. And so we think that now this is the right time to challenge this and to give those more choices and opportunities to the kids.
1: Most of these smack of a person is bothered by this, and then a lot of other people go, "Oh well, okay, we'll just go along with it." Why, no reasonable person is going to say you cannot use those for a religious school. That that makes no sense. Like you just laid out, you know, um, it still comes down to a parent's choice. I get the argument. I may not support it always, but I get the argument of the freedom from religion people that say, in cases, we don't want that to become the established, that you have to go worship here. Oh, sure. So if you're saying an established prayer in school, I mean, most Christians would say, hey, I don't want the schools forcing my kids to, you know, uh, pray an Islamic prayer or a Jewish prayer. And a Jewish uh, parent say, I don't want them to pray, you know, with this denomination, right. whatever yeah, it that's is. Right. That's most right. Most of us understand that. Sure. So I get if you're saying you're forcing kids into a religion. Got it. This is not forcing them. It's just a choice of parents to say what school to go to. And why, why would you ever say we want to deny them? To send a kid where they want, I don't care if the Islamic schools want to use it. As long as you meet the basic standard of education, I don't care. I don't care if it's culinary school. You know, uh, we have performing art schools in places like New York where they right, focus right. more. As long as the basics, uh, the basic educational standards are met, I don't care.
7: Well, you know, it's a lot like the GI Bill, right? I mean, veterans, re- you know, receive the GI Bill to mm-hmm. be able to go to college. And the the federal government does not uh, discriminate and say, oh, you can go to a state school, but you can't go to this private religious institution. You can go to Baylor. You can go to SMU. You can go to UT. You can go wherever you want to go all over the country. And that's how
1: it should be. Choose. I'm trying to think, how do local municipalities work um, where there are, like in my hometown, there was a Catholic high school. And I know that some of those kids that went to that school still took the buses from the other schools, now I don't know that one in particular how they worked it out money wise or whatever, but I would think people would object to something like that if you've got the uh, people that object to stuff like this main thing.
7: Well, they they did, and there was actually a Supreme Court case on that a few decades ago.
1: That's why I'm wondering uh, and, about. and
7: and and it's it, it's perfectly fine under the Constitution for the school to provide busing to the private schools in the mm-hmm. same way that they provide the busing to this is very similar uh, to the public then, schools. Right? It's it, it's, yeah. it's very very similar. The uh, the the question though, and this is sort of the funny. It's not just whether or not Maine can have a tuition. We all know Maine can have their tuition program sure. that would allow them to to the, the parents to choose private uh, religious schooling for their kids. Okay, they can do it. It's whether or not the Constitution now requires them not to discriminate. That's what our case is about.
1: Oh. Okay,
7: see, they can do it. They've just chosen to discriminate. <laughs> I see. Okay, they they don't have to. There's nothing making them do <laughs> right, that. Right. Right. Okay. But now what we're not talking about is whether or not they 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 have the right to be able to discriminate or not. And what we're saying is that there's been an intervening Supreme Court case that says you don't have the right to discriminate. Get, yeah, they're actively
1: trying. That's to right. discriminate. I That's mean, exactly this right. Is their pursuit. Interesting. And this just popped up recently.
7: Yeah. That just uh, just a, just a few weeks ago when we filed the lawsuit. And okay. so this is, an but this to is a good, issue.
1: this is a good timing though. You're saying you think you guys got the,
7: yeah, well we, I mean, yeah. we have the, the Supreme court case I'm referring to is Trinity Lutheran. Mm-hmm. And in that case, uh, it dealt with, uh, a program for playgrounds at schools to uh, use recycled tires That's right. We remember all right that for yeah. the playground yeah. surface. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they said, Oh, you, all, all of the regular schools can have it, but it for you guys, but, but you religious school, you can't have it. Uh, we don't care if religious kids get scraped Just knees. Scraped knees, yes. Okay. <laughs> we don't care if they die. You know, it's okay. They, they, they have no soft no, landing. No, no, Okay.
1: No. You know, it's funny, too. You think back many, many years ago when some of these initial cases came up, you know, post-50s probably, when they are like, hey, you know, religion in school, right? That The blanket concept, religion in public schools. And I'll bet at the time it was seen as a, as a very broad, obvious, hey, Prayer in school—you don't want kids forced to pray or whatever—and so probably a lot of people that were even religious said, "Well, I can understand if you don't want." And they thought that was the end of it. Now you're getting into tires being used on playgrounds (laughs) and certain. Come on, no one ever would have thought initially that you're going to get this deep in the woods on ridiculous. But these are just challenges by people who are trying to be.
7: Yeah, I mean, they're 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 just they're just sort of offended as they you know I I you know so it's sort of like the the coons cheerleaders right yeah. You know, and, and and that's not even someone offended in town. That's okay. <laughs> in, Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, right? Up. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's, Listen, we <laughs> people of Wisconsin demand that those
7: people in, in Texas. this small
1: town in Texas. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they, so silly. they
7: just saw it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <in> the, exactly. <laughs> poof, <laughs> you know, let's go, let's go. And they they just it, you know they just they just sort of you know went into their tizzy. I,
1: I imagine the freedom from religion people having like um like a Ghostbusters style car. Oh yes, they one do. of those old like whatever they hop in. Damn. down to Texas. All right, let's go. Let's go. go. Rally, rally, Swarm, swarm, swarm. <laughs> all right, Hiram. Thanks so much for coming in. Nice uh, if you would, me. please go to firstliberty.org. Firstliberty.org. They're doing great work. Find out all the stuff that they're doing. Uh, of course, they're always looking for uh, you to share with them anything that uh, you find out. And then, of course, if you would donate. like to donate, they can always use the help. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of ways to, to help fundraise for them. You can either just donate or buy some of the different... Yeah. Um,
2: A million bucks in five years for uh, one case. Right, but look... Look at how
1: much good that did. Yes. And these things all matter. It all ends up precedent. We know that. So firstliberty.org. Check them out today. Also got to remind you, if you would, please go to RidUZone.com. RidUZone.com is where you can get RidUZone. Chris has been up. Oh, doing the commercial in the morning is really just Chris's reminder. You gotta take the Zone. Yeah. You drink that with water. You drive me up the wall when you don't take it with water. That's
2: why I do it now.
1: I know, I know. Now you do. I only
2: do it because you don't like it.
1: I know, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Because that's everything's a everything's challenge. A this challenge, program and yes. the internet. Zone's an awesome product. It's not uh, some weird new medicine or medication or something like that. It's something that's found natural in your body. It's just in concentrated amounts. It's called O E A. And Chris, O E A stands for it's um, right there on the bottle. Nailed it. Nailed it. In concentrated amounts, it makes you feel fuller and boosts your metabolism. It's the one-two punch that will help you lose weight, so try it today. Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U. Zone. Riduzone.com.
0: This is The Morning Blaze with Dot Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network.
2: Nice
0: Just in case you haven't heard, we are the number seven ranked show seven. among Filipino tilt-roll a operators. So,
1: there you have it.
0: This is the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. We have to update that thing too.
1: Morning Blaze do 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 the morning, blaze do-do-do-do-do-do. Can we do that? <clears throat> I like that. So royalties in there. Oh, uh, that <laughs> tune is uh from this. Little called Baby Shark. It's a video. How many views does that have? 40
2: million views, Doc. 9,000. A
1: simple, simple little song about sharks called Baby Shark. There's probably 5% of the audience that knows what I'm talking about, and the rest are like, I have no idea what this is. I just became aware of this in the last two weeks. My wife's like, Baby Shark. Yes. I'm I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a song, it's a thing. And? And now it's in my head over and over. And I've only heard it a couple
2: times. <laughs> but it's a nice tune, though. I like it. It's a nice tune.
1: Let me hear you Let me hear you sing it.
2: Baby shark. No, what
1: do you mean? No, don't say no. Sarah's saying no. That's not it.
2: What do you mean? No, it's baby shark. Baby shark.
1: No, yes, it is. No, I don't think you got it. You do it. Baby shark, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby shark, do do I think we got it. I think we got it. I think we got it. Oh, sorry. Let's hear you do
2: it. (laughs) Sarah's like, no. Well, she did a whole dance in there. She did. I didn't know know. there was a
1: dance. Silly little thing. Anyways, check it out. Uh, We'll tweet out a link to it, but uh, it's infectious but now they have a second one and they have a baby monkey i think too baby monkey i think that's yeah over the weekend this came up we were with the kids and we saw another couple ah. we know with kids and they got a. there baby is monkey, a baby monkey which i think is a little troubling
2: why no don't bring that up
1: what? I'm just do saying you cannot be- do anything with monkeys now. It's
2: about kids. Can it we doesn't just, matter. Can we
1: leave the kids alone? Yes, we can. It's not me doing this. I'm the one that pushing this nonsense, oh but anything God. with monkeys now, you got to be out.
2: This is racist, dog. What? They have
1: the Asian kid wearing
2: the yellow banana
1: outfit. That's not an outfit. He's just yellow. Oh, okay. I think that maybe your confusion there. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> get the tweets in with the hat. Yeah, by the way, that was not racist, but I just was. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, check that off the list. <laughs> Racist. All right, tweets <laughs> with the hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show, at Real Chris Cruz. Please follow me at Doc Thompson Show. What do you got? Okay.
2: Uh, TMB Drake saying today is World Suicide Prevention Day, help the 22 veterans that commit suicide every single day.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's much higher than that. But, oh, it is. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jacko Saddle Trump saying Serena Williams became famous on three things. She's highly athletic, yes, black. Yeah. Okay. And a woman,
1: right. and all she
2: wants us to focus on are the two points of fame that do not
1: matter on the long run. And Serena Williams, an amazing player, I she mean, is this, great. What is she? Twenty four major titles that she okay, won. I'll give you twenty four. She's know, either but... won the most or close to. There was the chick from Australia back in the day, Billie Jean King era. I uh, get Margaret Fasher. <laughs> I had to. First of all, it's Thatcher, and no, it's not Margaret. And by the way, she was British. From Australia. (laughs) Anyway, so Serena's either first or second. She's way up there, whatever. Court, there it is, Margaret Court, which is an ironic (laughs) name for somebody who plays tennis. Uh, uh,
2: (laughs) Reverend Charles saying, Doc, nothing new under the sun.
1: Same as it ever was. All is right with the world today. Same it's crap like, out there. Is that what uh, we're going
2: for? Jeff Jeffrey saying the Texas school district fighting. Who are they fighting against?
0: Oh, the Morning Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Of Common Sense and Comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: A couple of weeks ago, I stumbled across a video online of Robert Third Reich. Robert, sounds familiar. robert reich but i call him third reich because he might as well be because he's pretty much a nazi this is the economist <laughs> that is the left-wing economist i've never understood this how are you an economist that and believes be in and believe in socialism yes, which he does it's amazing no. <clears throat> but he absolutely fights against everything that is free market it's amazing mm. to me but this is who he is and the video specifically talked about a constitutional convention mm. And even more specifically, a constitutional convention for the purpose of a balanced budget amendment. For the life of me, I've never understood why we do not have a balanced budget. We shouldn't even need a balanced budget amendment. It should just be accepted. It should be, yes. We all know that you shouldn't be overspending. I I mean, except during emergencies, war times. but I think every
2: American understands that basic concept of if I don't have $100, I should not spend $250,000.
1: Right. This is exactly. We know this. Again, except for emergencies, we can even get into the weeds about, well, we need the money that we do have to be spent on free child care for all or health care. And others will say, I think they ought to be built on tanks and airplanes or whatever. That's a separate yes, argument. Yes, it is. Forget yes. that. Yes. It should be balanced because it's going to be disastrous if it's not. <clears throat> not to mention all the money that's wasted on paying interest on past debts. This should be 101. And if they're not going to do it, we understand as the people, we the people at times have to hold our elected servants accountable, forcing them to do certain things by law. And one of them, if they're not going to do it by themselves, would be a balanced budget amendment, not just a law, a balanced budget amendment chaining them to the purpose of the for the, to fiscal responsibility that's where we should be i cannot get a straight answer off of anybody from the left of why a balanced budget amendment would be bad yeah uh or even a convention of states at this point so that's one of the things the convention of states group is working on mark meckler president of citizens for self-governance joins us now hey mark how are you sir
5: i'm good good morning
1: have did you happen to see the the Robert Reich video on the constitutional convention?
5: I did absolutely
1: okay it's so bizarre it's only a couple minutes long and and I was interested to see because he specifically mentioned balanced budget amendment and doesn't mention why it would be bad. he just says oh, as disastrous as a balanced budget amendment would be again, I don't know why it would be. But then he just goes on to scare people about all the, well, if we have a constitutional convention, the Koch brothers, they could be calling the shots and they could demand anything, Mark. Is that true?
4: That's
5: absolutely not true. Look, but I actually think it's fantastic that he made that video. And the reason is we know that the left is terrified of the idea of us having a convention of states. And the reason they're terrified, they revealed this last week there or two weeks ago, there was an article in the Washington Post by Common Cause, the, the head of Common Cause. And she said that what we're attempting to do is to roll back 115 years of progressivism. And she's right. That's what we're trying to do.
1: <laughs> yes, by the way, sweetheart, you are absolutely right. It's been that long and it's all bad.
5: Well, and it's incredible because usually the left doesn't tell the truth. She was absolutely telling the truth about that.
1: Yeah, you're, you're right about that. Um, but specifically the convention of states that you've been working on, is not for, uh, does not lay out provisions specifically for anything but a, a couple of things, like balanced budget amendment is one of them, and I believe term limits is another?
5: Yeah, that's correct. Look, and I, and I want to clarify something. If, if we're talking about a balanced budget alone, and there are no other reforms that take place in a convention, then I'm completely against the idea of a balanced budget amendment. And here's the reason why. You know, the federal government has the power to impose unfunded mandates on the states today. And unfunded mandates just means they tell the state, you have to do this, you have to run this program, and you have to raise the money for it. And you have no choice of how it runs, you have no choice what the rules are, but you have to raise the money from your own citizens in your state. That's an unfunded mandate. Mm-hmm. The federal government now has the authority to do that. If we were to pass a balanced budget amendment alone, and there are people who are pushing for this, then the federal government would simply impose more unfunded mandates on the states, and the states would literally just become an appendage of the federal government.
1: It would. It has to be written in such a way that it limits their ability to pass the buck or just raise taxes, and that's the key, Right, right?
5: exactly, and so this is really important. So there are folks who are out there pushing for a balanced budget amendment only. It is, in my opinion, one of the most anti-federalist things we could do. It would give the federal government power over the states, and so... What we're pushing for is a broader convention, a convention of states to talk about three things. One is anything that would impose fiscal restraints on the federal government. That could include a balanced budget amendment, but it would also likely include restraints on taxing and spending. It would force the federal government to use generally accepted accounting principles. It would potentially impose term limits not only on Congress, but on the judiciary and on the bureaucracy. And most importantly, it would allow us to discuss the idea of limiting the scope, the power and jurisdiction of the federal government. That's where we could make sure that they can't impose unfunded mandates on the states. Uh,
1: But you don't have uh, specifically on the docket, um, repeal of Roe v. Wade, um, anything like that, right? That's not on the docket.
5: No, in fact, the, the reason that we set the call up the way we did or these resolutions that are being passed is general, and just generally speaking, they don't deal with social issues specifically. In fact, they don't deal with any issues specifically. The intent is to deal with the things that bother the American people. When we talk to the American people, you guys are talking about this, everybody knows you can't spend more than you take in. People know that if we pass a balanced budget amendment without tax limits, they would just tax us to death. Mm-hmm. People are sick and tired of the federal government involved in their business generally. Our property rights, our education, things that are supposed to be fundamental rights of parents, like how to educate their kids, where to send their kids to school. Federal government's not supposed to be involved in that stuff. But no, Roe v. Wade is not on the docket.
1: Yeah, and I think that's important for people to remember. Because, yeah, this could get out of hand, Uh, for anybody in their beliefs, I mean, obviously the left is freaked out about social issues, but like you point out, if you're talking about a constitutional convention, if you had just presented this idea to me without those restraints, um, and well thought out processes like limiting what the federal government can do within this amendment, Yeah, I'm not on board. It's got to be very pointed and direct. I'm trying to tie the hands of the federal government on all of that stuff.
5: It is very pointed and direct. And and this is really important, but it's also important on the back end to remember this, Doc, because this is where I think the founders were so brilliant. The ultimate safety mechanism here is that it takes 38 states to ratify anything that comes out of convention. And it's important to remember, I want to adjust our language a little bit. This is not a constitutional convention. Excuse a constitutional me, a convention, convention of states. Convention is, thank you, yes. Yeah, that's correct. The constitutional convention is for the purpose of drafting a new constitution. A convention of states actually operates under Article 5 of the United States Constitution. It is limited by whatever the states say when they call it that they're going to talk about.
1: Thank you. No, and I appreciate that. You're right. Um, that's something I've slipped up in my verbiage in the past, and a lot of people misunderstand. Two different things. Constitutional convention is for the purpose of a complete Constitution, you're talking about Article Five for the purpose of amending the Constitution specifically, right?
5: That is correct. And it's very specific. And if we listen to the history, if, if we're originalists, which I am, I believe in the original meaning of the Constitution, what the founder said, and you look back at Madison's notes from the convention, what he said is that we wanted to have this power to restrain federal tyranny. He specifically said, are we so naive that we believe that a federal government that becomes a tyranny will propose amendments to restrain its own tyranny. And that's just ridiculous. I think they laughed. I wish we had video. Mm -hmm. We can kind of tell they did laugh because Madison's don't say nincom, which means no comment. Mm But there's when he said we should do this, nobody opposed it. Nobody even argued or commented on it. They voted unanimously to give us this power specifically for the purpose of restraining federal tyranny.
1: And they were really good at that. That's one of the beauties of, of our Constitution and the way everything, the balance of powers and the different pathways to, to make sure things are done properly. There are two ways to amend the Constitution. One, uh, two-thirds of the House and, and, and Senate can pass legislation and then gets ratified, or it can be via this Article 5. and. So far, every, what is it, 27 amendments to the Constitution? Yes, that's correct. 27, all of them have been done via Congress. Is that right?
5: They have. And if you look at them, they generally don't limit the power of Congress, right? <laughs> because
3: that's,
5: that's not what Congress does. And so that's why we have the second method is people don't limit their own power. And the founders understood that eventually Congress would get out of hand. And look, this is, I think, a really important fact. We've broken the structure of our government. This is not just about people going to Washington, D.C. and making bad choices. Over the years, uh, Congress, the president, I think primarily the courts have broken the structure of our government. They've actually changed our founding document in ways the founders never intended. A really great example of that is the Commerce Clause. The federal government was never intended to have the power to be involved in things like education or energy or health care like obamacare that power does not exist in writing in the constitution was not the original intent of the founders but the supreme court has said the commerce clause is so broad that it gives the federal government the power to do just about anything it wants that's a structural problem that can only be fixed through a convention of states
1: where so where are you at what's the update how close are we getting
5: 12 states have passed this that's more than one-third of the way there I was just in Michigan last week, and Michigan just passed this out of their Senate committee. So we've now passed the House and Senate committees in Michigan, getting ready this year to go to a floor vote there. So I think we're well on our way, and we're poised in a whole bunch of states when session starts next year in January to blow this thing through. So I think we're going to add a lot of states next year.
1: Okay, so how many more do you need?
5: You have to get to 34, so 22 states to go. Important to remember, 33 states are currently controlled by Republicans in both houses of the legislature.
1: All right. So what can people do if they want to help out? Because I think you guys are on the right track.
5: Well, the most important thing they can do is get involved because I can't do it by myself. It's <laughs> Awesome that you guys are talking about it, but you can't make it happen by yourselves. What we need is everybody to be involved. You do that by going to conventionofstates.com. Get signed up and get involved. Conventionofstates.com.
1: Conventionofstates.com, conventionofstates.com, and um, hopefully people get involved. Uh, Please keep us updated on this. I think this is really important. Um, if, If everybody took, and I mean all Americans, took just a pause, a breath for a moment and stopped screaming about Trump or Obama and everything and just said, okay, where are we at with this thing? We know there has to be a balance of powers. This really is a common ground thing. It really is common ground.
5: I, I think it is the most common ground. In fact, I would argue one of the reasons we have so much crazy division in this country is because too many decisions are made in Washington, D.C. Like, I live in California right now, about as liberal as it gets. Mm-hmm. And then I'm actually just about to move to Texas, a much more conservative place. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great if California could decide for California and Texas could yes. decide for Texas?
1: Yes. That's what
5: we're talking about.
1: Mark, that is a wonderful thing. I've argued this. this this concept that every place every even down to the smallest little town should be everybody should be of course you know on board with all things instead of saying maybe in our little town you know we want bigger sidewalks or maybe in our towns we want no sidewalks or maybe we want you know certain holidays off and other i don't care who you are or or you know what your religion faith whatever you ought to be able to decide who and what you live around
5: Know, this is something that was uh, this is absolutely fundamental to the idea of America. Founders understood the idea of personal liberty the, that individuals and families should decide most things for themselves that really the only role for the government the primary reason for the federal government to exist was to protect those rights and liberties we 've gone way beyond that the federal government 's completely out of control. We need to give the power back to the people, whatever their political party or political ideology.
1: All right, Mark, thanks so much. Really appreciate you joining us with the update, and we'll post that on social media. Hopefully people get involved.
5: Great to be with you this
1: morning. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Again, it is conventionofstates.com. That's conventionofstates.com. Good stuff there. What's the matter? Nothing. You look, uh, you got tweets you want to share? Is that what you're out uh, there? Yeah, I got some a tweets. First, yeah. though, got to remind you to go to blazewildrice.com. It's blazewildrice.com. Mm. Mm. Love that wild rice from Minnesota. It's mm. Minostalgia Wild Rice. It's a company that's been around for just shy of 30 years now. And it started out with just the rice. Uh, Lori and Jay have had the company that long. And Jay said when he started out, he had been selling food to different, um, like packaged stuff, some of those local products to different stores, and said this is something that he believed in. He knew how healthy this rice was and how tasty it is. I mean, that's the one two punch. A lot of stuff we eat because it's tasty, and then a lot of stuff you eat because it's healthy. You're like, all right, finally got to do this or whatever. But when you can find something that is both, how amazing is that? It's both. It's It's uber healthy for you. You'll love it. Your kids will love it. And rice is so universal. You can use it in many different savory dishes. You can use it as a side or a star of the show. You can make a stir fried rice that's awesome with this stuff. You can make it as a dessert. I mean, rice pudding is very tasty. Mm -hmm. Plus, because they have the rice flours and stuff, you can make all kinds of other different dishes just replacing the flour in your whatever dish with rice flour. They've made the pancakes and the waffles that are uber healthy. They add a little chocolate and made the sweet waffles that have far less uh, sugar and bad stuff in it and still taste amazing. Your kids will love them. And then we've had the waffles. We had, do you remember when she made the chicken salad with rice? Oh,
2: that was delicious. And I love when she said, she's like, well, make sure, you know, for leftovers, you
1: know, you do this. She didn't make enough. There's
2: no such thing as a <laughs> leftover. So Between like, me, Doc, and Jeffy. That's right. There's no leftover. She's going to make double or triple. Years.
1: And it's like, there's there's, there's no, no leftovers. No leftovers. leftovers. We're, she's like, there'll be left leftovers. I don't even know what a leftover I is. I was watching her mouth form those words, leftover. And like, I got a, a dictionary definition mm-hmm. in my head, but mm-hmm. it just did not apply. Go to BlazeWildRice.com. Try their wonderful products today. The jellies, the jams, the syrups, and of course the rice. BlazeWildRice.com. The promo code you want to use is TRY10. T-R-Y-1-0. Try 10, and you get 10% off those sampler packs. It's at BlazeWildRice.com.
0: Your attention, please. We are the number one show on the planet. The president said so.
3: You're listening to The Morning Blaze, the number one listened to show the on the planet. I'm talking billions and billions of people. Believe me. Believe me.
0: See? This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The collision of common sense and comedy.
1: This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Addicted to outrage. That's like Glenn's new book, and it's a great title because we wait. are. It's. Uh, it's. Can't wait for what?
2: Can't wait to uh, to read it. To read it because did you get
1: your copy? Did
2: you? No, come on, no. I'm on the Jeffy boat.
1: No, I'm saying. I think I saw a whole shipment come in the news uh, mail room this morning.
2: Come, oh. Yes, so that's what that is. I, I did see a crap ton of boxes in the
1: mailroom. I think that's what it is. Oh, that is so cool. And I'm not. I saw one of the boxes uh-huh. at the bottom had been un, had been open. Did I just happened to notice it? somebody got into them. Did you check it? I didn't want to mess with them. You know, I just saw I could see did one you check? of them.
2: I know you don't want to mess with it, but did you check it? That's two different things. What do you mean, check what? Did you check that there are books in there?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, it looks like somebody took a couple.
2: Someone already took a couple
1: from the bottom box. It was on the bottoms, Mm. but I didn't, I didn't, you know, want involved in any of that Mm. stuff. I'm just saying if it's open, maybe they're giving them out. So by the way,
2: I want to talk to Glenn because my pastor said addicted to outrage six times yesterday during the preaching.
1: Did he? I bring this up because the media is pushing an addiction to outrage right now with Jim Carrey. Did you see that? I did see Jim Carrey and I was uh, annoyed and bothered by his statement as we all. You know what? Let's use the second clip. Neil, we had two clips. I told you because the second clip is the one that everybody keeps playing. And what Jim Carrey said is outrageous, troubling it. I'm outraged by it. I'm angry. I'm frustrated by this nonsense. It's about socialism. Listen to this:
8: the United States has been a quasi-socialist government for a hundred years. For crying out loud, it's not. Well, a, it's not. It's
1: a, plenty a, of subsidies for oil oil companies
8: well, and but also Medicare yeah, and social security. And, out, right? and yes, of course, there's nothing more socialistic than some of the yeah. Pentagon programs that right. are just jobs programs. The Pentagon says we don't want these tanks, and they build them anyway. If that's not socialism, I don't know what is. Yeah. But. But that word, if the Democrats need to get a plan to fight this sl- this slander of socialism you're going to be living in Venezuela. Well, I don't really see be, it I'm yet. We have to say yes to see. socialism, to the word and everything. I, we have to stop apologizing. I, I am, I am uh, interested to see if that works. What I see now are Republicans madly, and the president himself, madly pressing these buttons. Hopefully, he won't press that button, but that was, pressing buttons uh, to try and scare people. And- okay, okay, pause
1: right there a second. That was David Axelrod at the end. Okay. <clears throat> I left a little more on there so you get a little mm-hmm. more context and flavor. But everybody's playing up to the point of Jim Carrey well, saying says, yeah. we need to accept socialism, the word, and everything else. Yeah, we
2: have to say yes to socialism.
1: Socialism, yeah. Yes. The word and everything. Yes. Okay. That is powerfully troubling. Yes, and I don't think I need to go into any more detail why it's so troubling. I even tweeted out over the weekend, Jim. Great. You, when when can they, when I expect the check to arrive? Where's my cut? Been, right. Where is it? He sold a beautiful home. Where's my cut? Right. You're living better than I. How come you haven't donated? We all know the hypocrisy. We know it's crazy. We understand this. Um, the Did you catch the two wrongs making a right of Bill Maher going yeah. to the Pentagon? They're socialists, uh, B- uh, Bill. I absolutely denounce, rebuke all socialism, period. I'm a capitalist. Capitalism is good. Freedom is good. That's power. And I'm with you that the Pentagon shouldn't be building a lot of this crap. The Pentagon is way bloated. We need to cut it with an axe and a scalpel. We need an across the board Pentagon cut of probably just regardless, without a scalpel, wild 10, 15, 20% across the board, and then scalpel a bunch of those programs. I've been the one, the capitalist on this program, telling you about things like the Bradley fighting v- vehicle and the FU 35 and what a colossal failure these are. I mention this all the time. But don't use that failure as an excuse for socialism, for more socialism. Ah, huh, we've already got it, so let's do more. We're already given subsidies to oil companies. Guess what, Jim? You're right. There should be no subsidies, uh, subsidies for companies like that. There shouldn't. Either they stand on their own or they don't. But that doesn't mean we should do more of the bad. So they're saying, Chris, this stuff is bad, right? Yeah, it's bad. Right? Socialism Socialism is bad when it comes to the Pentagon. Yes. When it comes to subsidizing oil companies. Yes. Yes, you're right. It's bad. Yes. But we should do more of it in other ways then. Uh, So if I agree to your socialism, Bill and Jim, if I say, well, they're right, we just need Obamacare then. We need single payer. Will you then quit bitching about subsidies to oil companies? uh, No, they will not. They will still harangue it. They'll still support the other. So they're being disingenuous when they say this stuff. They want socialism, but they don't want socialism all of it. They don't want socialism when it comes to government owning those oil companies. Yep. They don't want more of that. Nope. They certainly don't want it when it comes to them giving up their palaces. Nope. They're they're they can't even fully accept socialism. They want quasi socialism that just says you, if you're a hardworking American, you've got to pay for other people. And it's not a social safety net of saying the most infirmed or the people who truly cannot go out and work. The elderly who cannot work. It's not what they're talking about. Jim Carrey did a part on this show. This is from Real Time with Bill Maher. He did a segment on this or part of this was him talking about how wonderful Canada is. Canada is so wonderful, Chris, because he never paid for medicine all growing up. Oh, good for him, Jim. He never never did. He never paid for it, and it's wonderful medicine, and he never waited, and his mom never waited. Okay, great. Um, Why didn't you just stay in Canada? Because he couldn't make the same money in Canada. He came to America where he could make money and get rich, and he did. And now you're telling everybody in America, there's a better way. You had to come to America from your rat hole country where you couldn't have... Succeeded at that level. There's just not enough people. You had to come to America to do it, and now you're telling people of America do it like your rat hole country. This is this is what he's telling us. Knock it off. Why would you say such a thing? Because Jim Carrey, like all of them, have this over emotional state where they want to help people, but they can't get beyond the emotion to realize. There's no logic in what they're saying. Now, as addicted to outrage as we are, that's only part of what Jim Carrey said. And that's the only part you're hearing in most news outlets. It's the only part you're hearing on Fox News, which have him on pretty much loop today. I'll share another piece coming up next.
0: This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Cultural appropriation? Yes,
1: please. This is the Morning Blaze. What Jim Carrey said is outrageous. I get it. But maybe there's a little more to it. And Fox News and others who are only focusing on that piece are doing you a disservice. Because Jim Carrey said something else. Something else that, unless you watched Bill Maher's program, you're not going to hear. Jim Carrey offered up himself to understand you really and defended you with different ideas and values so jim carrey is clearly lost when it comes to this socialism thing he doesn't understand Mm -hmm. he gets he he's missing it the problem is if i were to sit down with somebody like jim carrey they're going to be misinformed they're not they're not willing to hear us out and I try to tell him, I would challenge him on things like, okay, you mentioned Canadian healthcare system. Great. How come they constantly battle money? How come it's constantly broke? How come there's people that do not get those services? It's, it, maybe he, throughout his whole life, always had access to medicine and it was great for him. But that's not the entire story. It absolutely is not. The innovation is not there. Americans have access to the best medicine around the world, period. It's not in question. There are some um, you know developments in other countries don't get me wrong but in total America leads the charge technology treatments medicines it's America period and that's because of capitalism it's driving people now does America have its failures absolutely our insurance system is a fail but that's only because of big government meanwhile Canada and England places like this the national health care system in in Britain has failures of a lack of money you must put limitations on healthcare. you cannot just let it run amok forever it's not unlimited money so how do you limit it well government has to start telling people how it's limited how do they limit it well if we can only have four people get the operation and there's 10 that need it we got to pick the people that are most likely to survive what about the others shouldn't they at least get the same chance This is the bleeding hearts of the ones who told you everyone should have access. Well, we need more money. Okay. So you go to people for taxes and more money and you raise. Okay, we still don't have enough. What about the four people that are still left over? Well, we have to cut it off somehow. And then you get into nutty stuff of claiming that transgender Mm. surgery, gender reassignment, as they say, should be covered. Okay, so that takes money out of the pool. Meanwhile, the 70-year-old guy can't get that kidney transplant because he's just too old. Meanwhile, he could live another 30 or 40 years with it. Yeah, gender reassignment for the 35-year-old is more important than the kidney transplant for the 70-year-old. It becomes the death panels, a panel that decides who's going to die, and that's government. Do you want government doing that? And that's the argument that people like Jim Carrey won't have with me. That's not the discussion. So if there are parts of socialized medicine that's wonderful, let me hear them. I'm going to tell you about the parts that I know that are bad. But we're so addicted to outrage, and Fox News and most news outlets fan these flames for themselves and are unwilling to hear what else Jim Carrey had to say. Before he got to that socialist comment, which is troubling to me, he said this.
8: My, my favorite movie, and I love many of them, is Cable Guy. Oh, thank you. Cable uh, Guy. Talking film Truman Show. And I feel like they should be on a film festival together. There's something yeah. about them that is very prescient about the way the world came to be. Absolutely. You think we that? Are, we are parentless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are babysat by the television. We're taught how to think by the television. That's the dangerous thing about what's going on right now. There's yeah. an, there, are, there are generations growing up right now who are learning to lie, that lying is okay. That, yeah. That this uh kids you know, say fake, fake news visions, that you're supposed to hate half the country. You right. know? and if 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 anything, if anything, we've got to get back to a place where we realize that a vote is not who you are. You know, and and because you voted Republican, you're not stupid, you're not different, you're not worthless. You know, I could break bread with anybody who voted for Trump. We could find some common ground right. to love each other, too. you know.
1: He didn't say compromise. He didn't attack Trump there. Bill was Bill Maher who said fake news. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't do that. Uh -uh. He said Republicans. I can sit down with them. Uh, It doesn't said you're not stupid for having voted that way. That's in the vein of what Riaz Patel said. Do you remember his letter around the election when he said I had to figure these people out and I realized guess what they're not stupid. They're not evil. They don't hate. They're voting the way they vote are voting for the same reasons people on the left are voting. For themselves and for their family and for everybody else. They believe there's a different pathway. <clears throat> and there are at times different pathways to get to the same place. The change now is not, okay, we have a different way to get there, but we all want the same things. Even if your way is a failure, complete and utter failure, got it. But you're still trying to get there. The change now is you're not trying to get there. We don't have a collective there of good things, a collective. We all want food and shelter and medicine and stuff for our families. We all want to make sure we have jobs. We want to make sure that those people that are suffering that I see on the street, that they, that they can have stuff. I don't want them to have to live on the street, Right. We want Americans to do well. We want people to be free to be able to speak their mind and live their lives and marry and do whatever they want to do. Got it! We all got that. We all agree on that. No. They do not agree. They do not think that I want that. Mm -mm. I have given them the benefit of the doubt over and over saying, they want good things. Their vision of it may be a little off. Their path may be a little off. But they want good things for people. However... That's not what I get from them. Jim Carrey offered that up. Where is Fox News and everybody else saying, yeah, he is way crazy about the socialism. Yeah. And that is outrageous. But anybody who is genuine enough, if he's serious about that, and I think he was, he didn't have to say that. No. Anybody that's serious enough to say, We've got to find a way to love each other, not compromise your values. Hey, there's got to be a way we can compromise. If you're willing to give up a little of your freedom of speech and freedom of Second Amendment, then I'm willing to go ahead and vote for your tax cuts. No. Uh, He didn't say that. Those freedom, that's compromise. I don't want to compromise. I want common ground, the thing that we're all good on. And he's willing to sit down with Republicans and Trump supporters and then say, you're not stupid. Because what do I hear from everybody else, even Bill Maher? You're stupid. You're stupid. You're if racist. that guy's willing to do that there it is that's the key that's the first step yeah. so Jim let's have a seat good let's let's go I'll even pay Jim where are you I'm even willing to fly to Canada to talk to you is he living in Canada I don't think so okay but I'd be willing to spend time in Canada
2: Okay. oh me too <clears throat> I know uh, he sold like his house in California
1: yeah maybe he's back yeah. Canada I don't know but I'm willing to have that conversation let's sit down I Let's think, talk um, about this. And as part of the conversation, I'm going to tell you ro- why you're wrong about the socialism thing. It is bad. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And I will point, it out, point out that although you think, well, Canada's doing great with this thing, the extreme of socialism is Venezuela. It <laughs> leads there. Yes. The extreme of what I propose is anarchy. And you know what that leads to? Mad Max and the Thunderdome. The purge. That's what it leads to the purge. That's the type of crap. I know that, Jim. I got it. So let's do what we can to find that right place on that timeline, on that graph of where we all need to be <clears throat> with enough government involved that it's not some uh, weird, futuristic, post apocalyptic society where people are doing whatever they want, murdering people with no accountability, no punishment. And I have to protect my house myself every second of the day that there is no law. Enough to avoid that. And then stop. That's what we got to find. Yeah. So, Jim, are you willing to? Because no one else comes on this. Well, not nobody. A few do. A Very few. Do. Yeah, a few do. Bill Maher won't.
2: We, we no, And we've <clears throat> played the game with Bill
1: them. and we did we jumped through hoops we went after Bill Maher to get him on this broadcast because you got to go through the whole step yeah. and publicists and everybody else we jumped more than maybe so anybody else I th- I think we could say that yes probably and they said absolutely not and they had us like
2: the carrot in a string oh yeah oh yeah, yeah one, more file, really one more file wh- yeah. one more thing one more email one more this? thing okay we'll do it
1: Oh. I said we'd come there. We would uh, we'd uh, do it off, uh, record it after later yeah. in the show. If you can't do early because we you're West Coast, we said we'll record it. Mm, whatever it takes.
2: Have you listened to uh-huh. it? I approve it.
1: Mm. And mm-hmm. nothing. Yep, they won't do it. Say so, ah, we can't do that or whatever. Because I think Bill Maher is somebody, and I, I think some so of these people, I want to challenge him on this. You say this about socialism, Bill. You just laid that out about the oil companies. I don't want the oil companies getting a bunch of money either. Or the Pentagon. Good. We agree that. And the Pentagon. You're right. They're out of control. They have been forever. I'm with you. So stop mentioning that. And now address the other problem. Welfare is out of control. Do you not see the people, the crap they're buying in the stores and you see they could be working? Hmm. Do you not know of the welfare failures of people getting their benefits from ATM machines in casinos? Do you not know that? And you're willing to just pretend that doesn't exist? So I've admitted you're right about the other stuff, and I'm happy. In fact, I say all the time, where the hell are the Republicans? How come they haven't balanced the budget? How come they haven't stopped those subsidies? How come they haven't cut the Pentagon? You're right. Where are you saying the same damn things and standing with me on the other stuff? So, Bill, have a seat. Jim, let's talk about this. I'm giving you credit and the benefit of the doubt. Where the hell are you? The truth is, it's likely just going to stop right there on that show. Or maybe Jim Carrey, because he's got some new show out or something, is going to use that to just promote him and get uh, his show and get even richer while telling the rest of us we need socialism. (laughs) You need more socialism. He doesn't need so much. No, he doesn't. He's in a good place with his socialism right now. You need a little bit more. Yes. Not so much for him. Or Jim and Bill will continue to bang that drum as we head down Mm. to the midterms to get more Democrats elected. But I'm willing to keep giving you the benefit of the doubt and say, sit down and discuss this. Because I'm also wanting answers. How do you justify saying all of those things? And not the other side. Hmm. I'm the consistent one telling you about both. You're the a-holes that are just telling people about one side. Hmm. So frustrating to me. So they're wrong in some of that. Fox News and these other outlets are mm-hmm. wrong. Fanning the flames of this. Meanwhile, we're the ones who are screaming in the wilderness. And people are like, "Yeah, yeah I'm forget that. That. forget that. The crazies. <clears throat> they're the crazies.
2: Oh, hey, do we have the David Hogg stuff? We do have the David Hogg stuff.
1: Before we uh, get that, do we have uh, the information on Unbroken? Because yes, there's a new your, Unbroken movie. Yeah,
2: it should be in your email, sir.
1: Yeah, I want to make sure I have all the details Yes, properly. because this
2: is a very important Did movie. Did you see the movie Unbroken? I saw the movie Unbroken. I
1: took my son to see Unbroken when it was out a couple years ago. This is the one that was directed by, what's her name? Uh, Sorry, I don't, I'm not that old. Uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, is that her? Oh, uh,
2: Angelina Jolish? Yeah, yeah, Angelina
1: okay. Jolish. I believe she directed the um, the first one. Oh, yeah. okay. This okay. was uh, Unbroken. And it's such a great movie. It tells the uh, story of Louis Zamperini. Oh. If you didn't see it, where it shows what he went through, and that guy who just kept sticking it to him, because it was like this personal vendetta, is amazing. I was really moved by the movie. It's probably one of the best movies of the era that I've ever seen. Good amazing and a great name for it well there's more to the story louis Zamperini, zamper zamper zamperini zamperini Zamperini, um was the focus of the movie but after the movie after he got out of the world war ii prison camp sorry spoiler alert um there's more to his story do you remember the story of him uh carrying the torch in Mm -hmm. the olympics yep where he did that and he ran one of those legs of it or whatever. Well, he was brutally tortured by a captor known as the Bird, and he learned forgiveness. Think about that. When you see the movie *Forgiven* uh, or *Unbroken*, and you see how he forgave him, uh, he's a better man than I because I don't know if I could do it. One hundred percent. Because often hate is something that gets you through something like this. I will stand and dig my heels in because someday, 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 I'm going to have my he he forgave him. And the new movie uh, Unforgiven Path to Redemption is coming out uh, and it, it kind of picks up where the other story took off and shows you that forgiveness is the most empower, uh, powerful way to redemption. It's the most important part of the story after all. So while that first movie Unbroken was good, Unbroken Path to Redemption, the second one is really going to tell you the important stuff. It tells you the trauma of war that he felt and then how he rebuilt his life with his family and God that once he forgave his former captors, he was able to find salvation and move on. Forgiveness is something that most people do not get. When you do, your life changes about stuff. Unbroken Path to Redemption, especially timely. It's in theaters this Friday. You're going to want to make sure to see Unbroken Path to Redemption in theaters this Friday. Quick, uh, uh, I got to share with you this clip of the Toronto Film Festival that Hog Kid was there speechifying yes. at Michael Moore's uh, movie, Fahrenheit eleven nine. I see
2: what he did there. He, just put the he nine flipped 11. the
1: numbers. Wow, he's going back to that well. He must need, need some more socialism there Money. to pay off his seven <laughs> yes. houses. Yes. All right, so here's that David Hogg kid telling people in Canada about America's elections? Yeah. Is this what's what? Here we
4: go. Who's ready to save America? Uh, boom, Who's ready hold to it, make boom, boom, America? Boom, 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 hold, it, hold it. He's in... Canada. Yes, yes. Just
2: to Canadians, make
1: sure. are you ready to save America? This is Canada. Canada. Okay, here we go. Let's start this from the beginning again. David Hogg, here we go. Who's ready to save America? Lukewarm.
4: Who's ready to make America the country that we say it is on paper and make it the actual country that it wants to be? Lukewarm. I think it's the, the most important thing to realize, however, is the problems that we face as a country.
1: Duh, put it out, hold it. Wait. We, I guess we. he could mean, hey, you guys understand the problems. We over here we face over here. We over here, we, yes, yes. Okay,
4: here we go. Here Thing we go. to realize, however, is the problems that we face as a country. Whether it be water in Flint, Michigan, or the amount of mass incarceration of people in color, of color that can't vote. In Florida, the amount of eligible African Americans that would otherwise be eligible to vote that can't because of a previous conviction is 21%.
1: Okay. In Kentucky
4: it's twenty six percent. In okay. Mississippi and Alabama, it's fifteen to sixteen percent. Okay. These are people of color that have been historically discriminated against and still are to this day and have their voting rights what about taken Canada? away. It's exactly
1: Hold on, pause one second. Pause. Hey uh, yeah? what about uh, yeah. Canada.
4: What about Canada?
1: Yeah, how does this any of this affect Canada? Uh why does this matter to me? Uh, you know this is uh, Canada, right? Uh, <laughs> okay. Back that up. Somebody does holler or something. Here we go.
4: In Kentucky, it's 26%. In Mississippi and Alabama, uh-huh. it's 15 to 16%. These are people of color that have been historically discriminated against and mm-hmm. still are to this day and have their voting rights taken away. It's shame. exactly. Turn that shame into your vote. Shame. If you're not Canadian. Um, uh, can I, I think canadians can donate to political campaigns in the united states they can't wow and that's when michael moore <laughs> michael steps moore in and steps goes,
1: in, goes i'll just take, uh, take the just mic take, back take, from take, you there let, let me... yeah you cannot <laughs> and uh why would you um actually you cannot legally. Legally. Yes. yes. Of course, if you want to donate to the Democrats or Hillary or Obama, you absolutely can't. Oh, yes, can. yes. Many of you have already donated to Obama. I'm asking you to not donate. Wink, wink now again. Yeah, they even accept Bitcoin. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We now accept Bitcoin, but you cannot here in Canada. Maybe you, you remember his final tab. Hello, Pittsburgh, Uh, you know, you're on tour, you forget where you are. Hey, you, the great people of Colorado Springs, we love the people of Walla Walla, Washington. Thank you. (laughs) Right? You kind of forget. Maybe he thought he was in Toronto, Ohio, the gem city. mm. He's like, wow, this is a huge city to be located in southeastern Ohio. This is really they, they so don't cold. call this the gem city for nothing because yeah. it is a gem i look around and um i didn't know the ohio flag had a maple leaf <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> that that's wow it's, it looks just like canada's yes. flag it looks it's just somehow. like somehow is the red a different red you guys really should yeah. change this because this is going to confuse the people it looks like canada yes, here. yes it does i know and very cold i don't understand <laughs> what's with a and how come it's was- in celsius in southeastern ohio Poutine? Is that a
2: thing? Why do you have the prime minister?
0: Picture? I don't get it. Prime minister Queen. of
1: Ohio. I don't what? understand this. Quick break. Back with more in a minute on the morning blaze.
0: The morning blaze with doc Thompson, the blaze radio network. most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson.
1: All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that the uh, next year, the 2019 Miss America pageant will feature women in burkas. Yes, one hour or, or bad at people in burkas. Oh. We learned that you should look for Goop's new Jade Ear Egg. ha <laughs> ha. We learned that not only is David Hogg ignorant of gun laws, he's also ignorant of campaign finance laws and geography. And these are people that want to lower the age for voting. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Finally, we learned that Serena Williams is in it just to help women, not for the money. No. She's the, uh, what do you say? The, uh...
2: Teresa, Mother Teresa, of- Mother Teresa yeah. of
1: women's tennis. Yes. Chris Cruz, what if anything did you learn today? Well,
2: I learned that uh, 6301 Riverside Drive, Building One, Irving, Texas 752039. That is where Jim Carrey can send any checks any that checks. he does not Waiting want. Waiting for to him use. right now. Um, and what happened to just athletes just playing sports?
1: Uh, those days are gone.
2: And from now on, every time I get caught doing something wrong. I'm just doing it for the Puerto Ricans, Doc.
1: Is that, just you're just, just for, for the Puerto Ricans? I'm
2: just doing it for the Puerto Ricans that, out That's there. really I'm nice. I'm fighting for the Puerto Ricans, Puerto Rican rights. Neil, Spin good.
1: of the Dials, Radio Style, Mercury Studios, Dallas, Texas Morning. What, if anything, did you learn today? I mean, just the same thing. Somebody needs to buy that David Hogg kid a map. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. Americans. I want you to, U.S. Americans with campaign finance law and Ula, U.S. Americans in Toronto. Americans, U.S. Even the chick from South Carolina. Uh, we should get them maps in U.S. Even she's like, Maybe ooh, she like, hot kid.
2: Sweetheart. What of anything
1: did the listeners learn today? Blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Baby
2: Shark first got famous for dancing with Katy Perry.
1: Oh, you're right. That was Baby Left Shark, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got
2: it Thank you TNB Drake's 1371 And now Hashtag Baby Shark Baby Car And Baby Monkey Are being, sued, uh, being sung In the backseat Thanks guys Sorry. Baby Shark ba- Wait there's baby what There's baby car I guess there's a baby car Oh
1: no Okay do,
2: do, Does Cubby know that No uh, The C42 saying Here's a list of things That annoy me Miss America Pageant Obama speeches Women's tennis Robin Wright
1: Okay, we got you today, C42. We uh, (laughs) write down the list for you.
2: Donna saying, I want a blockchain trail on legislation. (laughs) Right.
1: Thank you. Yes, Donna. Brilliant. Let's be
2: frank, saying, if you're learning all about the speed at which men's balls fluff, you're listening to the Morning Blaze.
1: You know what? I just realized uh, on those, we're talking about speed numbers. I didn't get the new numbers on procrastination. Uh, So what I'll do is get to those tomorrow right off What else do we have coming up tomorrow?
2: uh, We're talking to Rias Patel and Dr. Gina.
1: Good deal. And what does Glenn have coming up on his broadcast Something that Ben said. is leaving the GOP. I don't know if he's leaving, but I saw something. That's interesting. Something? What is Glenn wearing today? Uh,
2: he's wearing a red maple leaf.
1: Oh, I get it. He's got that tour coming up. He's yeah. probably going to make some spots and stops in Ohio. Probably got one coming up the gem. That's probably what it is. Mm. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz and not Martin production. Six for Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you are. are. Anya, now you go home. He's going he to kill us. It's not a Martin production. He very little to do with this.
0: The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag whatilearnedtoday.